Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous cavern systems of Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, Witchcraft Bellicom, Sam, Witchraft Burns. (laughs) Which one is it? No and Ellie Sandwich Shaft Sparrow. <laughs> oh, now I have weird images. I have many, many weird images. It's basically like a staff that produces sandwiches. Oh, I okay, it's so much like better than mine. I picture somebody putting uh, their sock. dick all the way through a sandwich. Um, I just want to piece of bread around a dick. <laughs> what the heck is going on inside your head? Sandwich oh, shaft, Sam. Some bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Failed marketing plots. <laughs> Dig witch. <laughs> How are we all doing this week? <laughs> We're fine, obviously. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything. We're not nervous. <laughs> no, why would we be nervous? No. I had to prepare spells today. I'm very confused. Same, it's hard. I don't understand what I'm doing at all. But it's hilarious. <laughs> also, like, new voice. We have to do two voice tests now. Oh, no. Oh. It's confusing. I don't By the way, guys, if you if you've no idea what we're talking about, go back to the start of this chapter, please. Yeah, it will make a lot more sense. You know what? In all seriousness, with this one, you really might want to go back to the start of the chapter. If you go to www.flintlocksandfireballs.com forward slash chapters, all the chapters are there. Go yeah. back to the latest one; it'll do you. You'll, you'll yeah. do better. There's a lot happening right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's super fun, though. You'll love it. Mm. Come to hello, new people. Come and join us. But please, a, an episode or two ago. Love you. <laughs> Speaking of super fun futures, are you trying to feed Jeffrey beer? <laughs> no! <laughs> Jeffrey wanted some beer, Jason. Don't judge. <laughs> Jeffrey, um, Jeffrey is physically here with us. Jeffrey is always here at the table now because yeah. Sarah bought us a Jeffrey and it's wonderful. Yes, it's absolutely lovely. <laughs> he enjoyed the train journey down. <laughs> Um, speaking or of. Or Twitter for the uh, continuing adventures of Jeffrey wherever they may go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of collapsed and barely still together segues, it's time for us to uh, take the meandering steps forward like a drunk staggering home at three in the morning and being distracted by a kebab shop where he can get some messages from the present. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. We've been nominated for an Audioverse Award in the Improvised Production category. Thank you to everyone who nominated us, that's amazing. Voting opens this month, so if you'd like to vote for us, and please do, you can do so by heading over to audioverseawards.net and filling out the form there. Link in the description. As previously mentioned, next year on February the 1st, we will be performing a one-hour live show at Pod UK, the UK's only fan-focused podcasting convention. I spoke last week about Pod UK's Indiegogo campaign to help fund the convention's running costs, as well as the rewards for backers, from enamel pins to special exclusives from the guesting podcasts. But did you know that one of those exclusives is from us? That's right! For 20 £10 backers, you can star in a sea shanty. We will record and sing a very special sea shanty, naming and thanking each of the people who backed that reward. What will it be like? 
I have no idea. I haven't written it yet. Maybe it's the story of how you all fall in love at sea. Maybe it's the story of how you all get eaten by sea monsters. All I can say is that there are limited spaces to be immortalized in song. So if you want to star in a shanty, pop over to their Indiegogo page, link in the description, and help fund the campaign. Come November 30th, we are at Dragon Meet in London, the UK's foremost tabletop gaming convention. We will be in the podcast zone, with other great podcasts such as Pretending with Dice. It's a great convention for all tabletop RPG fans, so come along and say hello. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. So I had I was speaking to some uh, visitors from the US as part of my day job. And uh, I was asking them if they had an equivalent to the 3am kebab shop. Uh, and the answer is no. Apparently it's just, um, appa- the closest they have is Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. But it's all it's all very fast foods there. So I guess for, for, for international... Oh, cheesy chips at 3am is the best. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. of course you wouldn't go for a kebab um, oh. due to the meat content. But like for, the, for international listeners, uh, by the way, if you're from the Mediterranean in the sort of like Greece or Turkey area, for you... Kebabs are just normal. Like, I mean, just, they're good food. Yeah, kebabs are like just legit good, food. good. We don't do good yeah, kebabs. We don't here. do good kebabs. We here. murder the kebabs. Kebab eats its corpse at 3 a.m. while yeah. drunk. Yeah. Basically. To paraphrase uh, the late Sir Terry Pratchett, uh, at, at a certain time of night and to, at a certain level of drunkenness, the strange sharivari of flavours, gristle, possibly meat and fats is exactly what you want and at no other time. No, you have to be extremely drunk to want to to want a kebab. The kebab is yeah. sort of like if you had to epitomize uh, an emotion in a food, it would be the epitome of regret. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you feel it Definitely. like while you're eating it and you still carry on because you're yeah. drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have very fond memories of a kebab shop in a town I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember the town. But I have no idea what the town the it was. Kebab shop. I remember what the theatre looked like. I remember the kebab shop. I remember the pub by the stage door. Robbie was on tour for a long time and went to all the places. <laughs> so it Why could be anywhere. If you know the town with the theatre and the kebab shop, tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to know. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of regrettable things that we can't help but did partake more of, uh. it's time for <laughs> flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Farbles. The party has split. After Celestia was successfully kidnapped and carried away by her brother, Adrian Rothenor, the surviving two-thirds of the party found themselves waking up tied to a post- and a wine vat 
after making an escape with the aid of their friendly friend friend uh, <laughs> and some heretofore unknown magic, the party met up with a new ally, one Oksana. Commandant Oksana, or possibly... What's the word we've been using? Condiment. Condiment, Condiment. Oxana. Uh, seems <laughs> to ruined my military title the... forever. <laughs> you gave yourself a dumb title. Seems Jason to have the best... gave me a dumb uh, title. I, I gave France. myself a title. <laughs> Rinsel, yes. Uh, so... Well, not France, but, right, yes, so. but, but basically. Uh, so, uh, realising that Celestia was far, far away and could not be immediately... Uh, caught up with the party made plans to try and pursue her down into the underdark but first there was a treaty to ratify with the lack of their most accomplished uh, or at least expected to be most accomplished speaker and the silence inflicted upon Jean-Paul Savat both Corzin and Scamp stepped up to argue the points of the treaty against the hostile questioning of the perhaps well-intentioned but almost certainly a demagogue uh, Jacqueline Dumois. With a a slim majority, however, they were able to convince the National Assembly to ratify the treaty, bringing at least the first steps of peace to the nation of Seoul. With a ceasefire declared to the south, now troops will be able to begin the actually fairly lengthy journey by foot up towards the northern border, where an alliance of monarchist states are presently attempting to intervene in the ongoing revolution. With this resolved, the party set off north, having acquired a crude map and some indications as to a secret way in to the Underdark. Meanwhile, Celestia was drawn up to one of the official entrances through one of the heavily defended bastions that seal off the Underdark from uh, from the world of light and then down, along a dark and silent canal, deeper into the empire of Ariadnea. However, unexpectedly, she encountered two... allies of convenience? <laughs> allies Hard a to word. say. <laughs> we have no idea yet. <laughs> two individuals who, at the very least... Not immediate enemies. Are not her immediate enemies and have an expressed an interest in using her in a manner that will benefit them and her. This being uh, Sander and Sadnet, the brother sister. Oh, well, sorry, the, the sibling sibling pair. My apologies. Worth mentioning, by the way, both Sander and Sadnet have silent T's at the start. <laughs> Yes. We've taken to calling them the siblings. <laughs> yes. Which was Sam's joke. Sam's hilarious. Sam was very funny today and we're not over it yet. <laughs> I make no apology. <laughs> so, 
as you continue your journey along dark waters, we are actually going to go back up to the surface. It has been two hard days of riding. Atop the very uh, often distinctive fan- uh, f- phantom steeds. horses at the moment. But in this case, dull and boring, uh, steeds summoned by Scamp. The four of you have ridden hard to the north. With that in mind, the four of you, of course, being Scamp, Corzin, Leah Leodon, and Ox and Commandant Oxon. I forgot Leo was with us for a moment. I thought you were counting Jeffrey. Five of you. <laughs> Aww. Are heading north. We did not forget Jeffrey. No, no we're bringing Jeffrey to the underdog. It's going to be fine. Oh, oh yeah. Nothing wrong with this plan. Oh, Assuming God. we get there, let's go to a war zone first. It's okay. Oxana likes Jeffrey. <laughs> you ride hard to the north. Well northwest across the plains of Feuerchamp taking the uh, packed dirt and in, and in places hard stone roads leading straight towards the town of Eckhart a, a natural sort of choke point between the very northern province of Montreux-Nord and the province of Feuerchamp Flanked to the west by the thick uh, Montrenaud forests, there is actually only a relatively small passage of accessible plains, and thus it made sense for the prior rulers of Seoul to build a fortress there. On the first night on your way up, you take some time to examine the small and crude map that you have of the known local parts of the Underdark. I would like to take some time and copy it out somewhere, please. Hmm. Um, yeah, and to, I guess I have, I have my really old, raggedy-looking spellbook. It's got a really, really old, crinkly-looking leather binding that is, like, water-stained and beaten up and maybe charred in some places, and I just go to the back of that and take some time and very thoroughly copy out the map of the Underdark that we have so far. I see what you're doing and do the same. <laughs> Looking yeah. like I know what I'm doing. Very <laughs> properly in my colouring book. Could Corzin assist Raise both of you with his navigator's tools? Uh, I mean, you're you're copying out a, a map that you have in front of you. I'll say yeah. that you just spend some time doing it. You're able, like, with your with your expertise, with, with frankly both your military expertise, Oksana, and your navigational ex- expertise, uh, Corzin. It's no contest. You're you're able to correct any small flaws you make and adjust yeah. it. There is also a note. Uh, scribbled onto the back of this map, which now that you've properly unfolded it, you get a good look at. Uh, It reads... There we go. Folzier Timber Warehouse. There are also a series of um, instructions beneath this saying... 
basement. Third from at uh, third left north. Under rightmost floorboard. The scalpel did not see fit to actually give you any verbal instructions as to how to get into the secret as uh, pa the secret access way to the Underdark once you get to Etrongla, uh, but apparently they felt that these instructions would be enough. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, oh, Oksana okay. takes four minutes and moves some metal rods around and changes a spell. Mm. Scan, after you one. finish your uh, a copy of the map scratched out in these uh, uh, in the sketchbook it's been just a it's the first time you've really been able to not quite relax but just to let go a little in the day and you feel something inside ah, really now i'm doing it roll it roll a d100 <laughs> might as well discharge that oh 10 10 mm, i feel like this Ten. might be really bad oh it's you feel a sudden surge uh, and an urge to direct it somewhere. What's around us? <laughs> uh, you are on the plains uh, of Fur Shomp, so I'll say there is a tree. Let's nearby. hit the tree. <laughs> Suddenly just a blast of not light, but like almost like a heat wave, just like a, a, a like a shimmering in the air. Uh, shoot, uh, actually several blasts shoot out of Scamp's hand. And, in, uh, and bury themselves in the trunk of the tree, blasting a series of holes in it. The tree... Huh. Funny weather this time of year. I wish Oksana, who was just copying a map out, like, leaps up and puts her hand out like she's going to cast a spell and then looks up. What the fuck are you doing? I didn't do it. Let's go! <laughs> do, I, I'm, do I need to roll? I mean, come <laughs> no, on. No, no, you don't. <laughs> Of course, course you did. Gives scamp a meaningful look. Like, I mean, right? I got a good deception check. <laughs> do you want me to do an insight? <laughs> I, I mean, it's not great insight, but I just feel I like feel like I would give I you an advantage like anyway. Know. But yeah. yeah, I did roll a twenty-eight. But okay. I think you'd know. But I think it's, it's like it's very, utterly like convincing, but there's no way it's, it isn't. It's lie. not enough to to successfully convince Oksana that, that that what she has just seen was false. Oh yeah, no. It's one of those things where I, like, I know you sound like you're telling the truth, but you're but you're clearly, definitely not. Like you're still doing it. <laughs> like when someone says, like your hands <laughs> Like when someone says, I didn't mix the cake, while they've still got the cake. They're like eating yeah. the cake as they're doing it, hands covered in cake. Oh, oh, of course you didn't. Yes. Regardless, after a troubled night, you set out and ride hard north again. It is... What is the date in game now? Oh, yeah. What is so, the yes. You come to... as it, uh, You find yourselves approaching the settlement of a cart towards the early evening of the 24th of first shoots which incidentally means that you are now in uh, of a timeline with where uh, on the same point in the timeline where we left off with celestia oh so we're actually at the same time in we are now currently both in the present cool good to know get ready for some discontemporaneous storytelling guys uh, 
it's gonna be a lot of questions like what day is it just yeah. like get used to that <laughs> so the first thing that alerts you to the di- well the first thing you see in the distance is the smoke well that's not promising low no. clouds of smoke here and there then as you ride closer you can see the faint peak of the fortress at a cart the smoke peering at it in the growing in the sort of uh, against the descending sun does not appear to be coming directly from the fortress but beyond it somewhere however as you get closer and closer it is only a matter of time before it very much becomes apparent that you can hear the distant sounds of gunfire in fact specifically you can hear the distant sounds of cannon fire just far off that sounded closer Mm. I could look ahead. I'll say that you guys are currently a couple of miles off from Eckhart, but you'll get there in um, hours. You'll you'll get there within half an hour because of the. uh, 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 No, you'll get there within like fifteen twenty minutes on the on the uh, horses because they travel like ten miles an hour. Um, oh, the horses! Oh, the horses travel pretty yeah, damn fast. Yeah, because you, yeah, they? the magical horses are crazy fast. Nah, no point. Though. You can get there. You can get there within what's left of your current casting of them. I can look ahead of us if we're a little bit closer or stop at any point, but okay. don't know if it would help. Um, it's a spell I can keep up for about an hour. Okay. What? How's it work? It's like um. Like a sort of invisible eye situation. Okay. That you put ahead, travels, you know, reasonably quickly, not as fast as the horses. If we want to know what's ahead, I could look. It might be worth just, like, stealthing it. Yeah, that too. See what's going on. Are you stealthy? (laughs) Hang on, am I stealthy? Um... Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> Why you are you both being turn invisible, which is more than I can you? do. I can go invisible. I'm quite good That's at that. That's true. Just can be invisible for a little while if you need me to be. I can make other people invisible today as well. I prepared that this morning since you asked yesterday. Thank you. That's nice. You're welcome. As you continue riding closer, you start spotting the birds in the air. Mm. Almost looking like just distant birds of prey at first, but then use as you see them descend down <coughs> towards the fortress at a cart, you realize that moving in pairs, uh, descending down, sweeping back up, this is an air force. Halflings riding giant eagles are flying up and down and towards the north. Mm. Okay. Um, whose side are these ones on? 
Do we think? I would know. Uh, no. I'm actually going to ask call, ask you guys for a perception check. Oh yeah. dear. Okay. Oh, that's a Celestia dice. Fourteen. Um, that is a ten. Not great. Sixteen. Causing you can make out even at this distance the dark blue paint on this uh, dye that has been put into the saddles on these uh, on these distant eagles marking them as belonging to Sul. which means uh, which means given that you are currently in the north which is held by the assembly these are friendly forces at least in theory Sulian <laughs> at least oh well that's good they're not going to start shooting us from the sky. Although with that 16, yeah. I'll say as you ride closer, you do spot very briefly in the distance two more further away with the bright blue, that's almost, almost cyan-coloured uh, uh, dyed saddles of a bri- of bright haulish eagle riders. Is that normal? Okay, I, Have we seen bright haul troops before in this no. podcast? I mean, you've seen them when you were in Crosswater. They were the soldiers there. But they're not part of the war as far as we're aware, are they? Uh, they are not part of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, so what are they doing here is the question. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's up to Corson if he mentions this. Uh, okay, no, Corson is definitely going to point this out and say, look over there, That's those are Brighthall colours. What the fuck are Brighthall doing here? Invading. Wasn't well, this what we were um, uh, talking about? Yes. Like, and again, Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Brighthall's a monarchy. Yes, it is. I should send to someone. I'm sure they know. Well, there are... if they don't, I mean, the you know the person or... that I'm thinking of. Uh, you, they're, they're probably there. Probably. Yeah, yeah. and like, there is a fortress there with uh, which could, uh, and those birds are easily in sight. You get the feeling that they are well aware that Brighthall okay, is involved cool. in this. Does the fortress itself look like it's under attack currently? As you, again, as it, the more details come as you get, uh, become uh, apparent as you get closer. The town itself, you as you approach a uh, cart, you can see that one that this town kind of built close to the, uh, built actually by the shore. Uh, it's not a major port town. There's some some fishing docks and so on. Was long ago there was a medieval wall built around it with a classical fortress. At some point in the last century, uh, an intelligent uh, monarch uh, who was aware of the increasing uh, value or uh, the increasing part that artillery was playing uh, extended the town walls to include a series of bastions. Uh, which are sort of large, flat-topped sections or uh, extending out from a wall filled with earth, which are good at resisting the impact of uh, cannon fire in a way that tall, thin walls can't. Mm. They form a classic position to put cannons on, although you can actually see that the bastions, in this case, are being partly used as an eyrie to receive uh, landing birds and care for them. Yeah, okay. There are no troops around... There are no hostile troops around the fortress uh, city. And actually, as you drive close, you can see that there are... Uh, that there are ban- uh, actually columns of soldiers being moved into or out of the city uh, and being directed northwards. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, as you... There's a small rise you, as you ride up over it and look beyond you can see that 
probably a handful of miles north of the town, there is a battle going on. But the battle isn't confined to one field. There are, you can see the columns of smoke that rise every time a brigade of line infantry, every time a battalion of line infantry fire. You can see the flashes of muzzle fire, the impacts of cannonballs striking all the way along the open plains. Just, it's technically one battle, but it's more like dozens of, of engagements with troops moving between um i'm gonna ask i think because of your backgrounds both yeah i'm gonna say both oxana and causing can make an intelligence check here mm-hmm. intelligence okay natural 20 okay nice Right. Which is um, a 24, yeah. if it makes any difference. But. With, yeah, seven. Seven, okay. Your, this is your field of expertise, Oxana. Yeah. You immediately take stock of the situation. You'd guess that the full f- stretch of this front is 25, 27 miles long. It goes mm-hmm. all the way up to the trees, to the tree line of the forest of Montrenaud. And you would not be surprised if it stretches to some degree into it as well. So it's a surprisingly big battlefield? This is... It's... You've heard of bigger, but you've not seen... I've not seen this big. Like, you've not... The last time you saw this big was during the Thirteen Years' War. Mm. Uh, And that was early on during the Siege of St. Gregorsville. Mm -hmm. So, asking this out of character just to make sure I've got it right. So this Mm. is a lot worse than we expected it to be. Yeah, in fact, as you you kind of... You start... totaling up from the brigades you can see and making some quick calculated guesses you'd say accounting for those that are being cycled in and out of the uh out of the city out of the fortress town Seoul probably has 20 maybe slightly more than 20,000 troops Mm -hmm. in the field you, you count upwards of 40,000 <gasps> troops you would make you would guess there's actually you don't count 40,000 here but you're guessing the numbers that might be behind the lines moving backwards to hospitals going as supply like lines biologic, yeah yeah in the same way that there aren't 20,000 troops all out at the same time and it's not just brightwall the main the main soldiers at blocks that you can see are composed of soldiers in burgundy uniforms the burgundy uniforms of wending and mm. the red coats of Orsiria. Shit. However, there is also there are also a couple of units of Brighthall, most uh, from Brighthall, most of uh, wearing the cyan Brighthall outfits. Are they the biggest force, Brighthall? No, they are actually a very small force. The biggest oh, okay. force is probably Orsiria, tied closely with Meadmere. Um, okay. Sorry, so Orsiria... not not Meadmere. Sorry, with oh, no. Wending. Wending. Meadmere has sent some though, because you can see lines of cavalry in the forest green coats. That are distinctive. So it's basically Meadmere. everyone against Sul and Sul are outnumbered. Everyone except Thrine and Cairnon and the Tyrian and some of the Tyrian states, basically. Yes. The northern half of uh Jova <laughs> has sent some troops. However, you know that Sul in total has more than more troops than this. They've been tied up in the south up until now. Mm-hmm. It could be worse if they can hold out for the next... Because do, the troops are coming from the south because of the treaty. Yes, you would do, you'd do some mental maths. They'd need to hold out for about 18 days. But if they could, 
um, then a large reinforcement would be due. There's both sides have eagles in the in the air, and you can see them. Sort of, you you recognise the actions of eagles doing scouting movements, flying up semaphore flags to indicate the positions of troops and enemy troops. Which I would imagine I understand yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's all sort of like you know, fifth infantry left flank sort of mm-hmm. uh, indicators. But you also see every like you watch as a couple of the Sulian eagles uh, peel off towards a. Um, pair of bright hallish eagles that have swung out too far away from their protection and moved to intercept them. Mm. And there is a brief moment where you stare up and you watch a vicious dogfight taking place between... An air fight. Yeah, between uh, sharpshooters on the backs of these eagles, both flying close enough to try and take the opposite ones down. Okay, what Oksana would say, I'm trying to think what she would even say to this... (laughs) Okay, this is bad. I don't there, doubt it. There's people from Wending and Arsiria and Meadmere. There's like double those people to Seoul. It'll take the other soldiers about 18 days to get yeah. here. They have to hold out a long time if they want reinforcements. There's nothing we can do about that. No, Lampo. fuck all. It's just. It's just they must bad. must be coming by the sea, mustn't they? Uh, We're a long way from the Brighthole border here. The bright, you, you're aware that the bright haulish could have come through Orsirian, Orsiria and Meadmere, which wouldn't normally happen if they weren't mm. allied in a coalition. No, they'll have come through Meadmere or Orsiria. Mm. If they're all allied, not a problem. Shit. Well, I guess we just have to hope they hold out. Mm. Good thing we got that treaty passed. Well, you got that treaty, If there's any intelligence we can send, uh, I mean, they'd have sending mages in there, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think there's anything people won't have already been sent. There's a lot of people over there. I'm not the only mage around. Yeah. You kind of look up, uh, looking over it, it looks like there's very obviously a working command out of the fortress, Mm. which seems to be running it. You can actually see that the, uh, from this distance, that there's a lot of mobility going on on the Sulian side, uh, quick movements of troops, uh, and especially something that you've never actually really seen in action before in anyone else. But you recognize a very signature style of movement. Someone, and you know who, has has successfully uh, set up all of the has brought a lot more artillery to this fight mm. than the allied forces have. The allies, you kind of look up, you'd say there's groups of them. on. They've taken high ground positions where they can fire down uh, and get lots of range, gr- arranged in groups of 8 or 16. But being dragged quickly point to point by, by horses, you see a group of 32 artillery moved into a position lined up, set up, and then all concentrating their fire. In one place. In one place. It's a tactic that no one else has used yet. Oh, so it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oksana Grin. Ah, someone I know over there. Oh. Who is it? I'll tell you sometime. Be coy. We might have a friend in there too, you never know. Oh, you might well. 
Actually, I think we do, don't we? Wasn't this where um, Mistson was yeah. posted? Should we? Leah, Franz, I assume he'd probably be in command. Yeah. Friend of yours? Yeah. Yes, Friend he, of mine um... too. Oh. Maybe we can talk. Huh. Well, I like you a little more now. My <laughs> little. He helped us out. Um... A little. A lot more because of Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey's a very good conversationalist. Jeffrey's a genius. He's a very, very clever monkey. Like, a little scary clever. Also, like, um. Not to be mean. You might want to get him looked at. Why? He's hearing voices or something. Monkeys don't oh, usually normal. do this. What? We should move. <laughs> Where do you okay. wish to go? Okay. I don't know. Where, I mean, where... could Miss Sun help us get through the front? Because we could go and see him. He's a good friend of mine, if you know him too. It's possible. I think, um, at the very least, to be able to tell us what the easiest way out of here would be. I'm worried he's going to ask us to help. Well, he quite won't. possibly, but what honestly are we going to be able to do here? Um, drop several big fireballs on their artillery. Oh, he has mages, have I have no doubt. Can do that. If it's just firepower, he's probably got all he's gonna uh, he's gonna need. He'll have mages that can throw fire. I can do that. I'm just worried it'd be quicker for us to just keep moving. Well, question is, how do we get through? Quickly. I mean, I could try and track us through the uh, the forest, but. If that's the way that any of these armies are coming through, we run the risk of running into them. I could make us all invisible. I can make us all fly. That's ah, useful both to at know. the same time. That's a luxury. It really yeah. is. I can do one hour, ten minutes. Ah. Mm. We get a lot done in that time. I feel like we should stop and see him, but I don't want to lose her. No, neither do I. Again? Not to be that girl, but, um... Half an hour is not going to make a difference. What if it does? What if we've already wasted too much time? It felt like the right thing to do, but I'm... Getting worried. Well... Understandable! From uh, what I can deduce from the map... It's going to take them at least, well, the best part of two weeks to get to where they're going. We've got to find some way of um, catching up with them. Yeah. We've got a so. secret canal. I don't swim fast. Does anyone swim fast? Are we going to hire yes. a canal boat? Well, not faster than your average person. We might be best trying to get onto a boat. Mm. They have boats think... down there, right? I don't know. See, so I've heard. Leo says, they have boats. The oh, dwarves no. run um, canal boats. Got a better oh. chance of being unseen underwater, though. Okay, we knock a dwarf out and seal his boat. Something like that. But uh, for any of that to happen, we have to get to a yeah, trombler first. Yeah, you're right. We're thinking too far ahead. Um, Might be faster if we have help. All right. Can you send to um, uh, to Mistson? Yes, I can do that, provided he's not anywhere proofed. All what right. do you want me to say? 
Ask him where the uh, majority of the fighting currently is, and if there is a safe way to uh, circumvent it. Right. We have our own mission. Mm-hmm. Let him know where we are approximately. Yeah. Literally, like, out of character for a second, where are we approximately, so I can... So you are in a You are near... Sorry, I'll show you that. So you are basically at a cart. Like, how far from the fortress? So you are, Uh, like... Inside of it. Inside of it. You're, like, less than a mile away. Okay. So, miles south of the fortress. Yeah, south of... A cart. Fortress... Lovely, I'll remember that. Thank you. Um, yeah, do you want that back? There we go. Sorry, maps are being passed around. Listeners, apologies for the rustling. <laughs> so, you see Oksana um, fiddle with a few bits of metal. Some of them sort of cross over so that they're touching in slightly different ways, um, and then starts counting words on her fingers. Matcha, Ma- <laughs> matcha. Um, south of Fort Eckhart. With Jorge's and Scamp. Need to hang on. I start out of character with the bloody hell is that note that I wrote with the thing on. Get Folzier Timber Warehouse. Safe route. look at the two of you. Um, speed. Avoiding, yeah, uh, speed of the essence. Must move fast. Stardust captured. Yeah. That'd do it. Any advice? Bye. Um, and then it's not like Celestia is sending. Mm. Um, basically, she talks the whole time into the arm brace, and you see the metal kind of glow up, and it kind of becomes this like little ball of light on top of the metal, and she sort of just like shunts it off the end of her arm, and it sort of rolls away into midair. Nice. It's all there's very a, neat. <laughs> there's a brief pause before the. The arm uh, before the arm bracer parts light up again, and you receive a uh, telepathic response. Sending intercepted by Fortress Field, Captain Liet. Message passed on. Proceed to Eckhart Fort. Written reply will be made, will be available at gate code silver waterfall cheese. Cheese? <laughs> what about cheese? No, they're just they're oh. getting weird with their codes lately. Um, we need to go to the fort. It got intercepted by the fort, by our people, not a problem, but uh, there'll be a written response from him there. there uh, there's right, a code. Silver waterfall cheese. Well, that sounds nice. 
Sounds delicious. Be good on toast. It's actually something that? you would be aware of, Oksana. Uh, it's a recent, not <laughs> the silver waterfall, not the silver waterfall cheese, oh. but the but interception fields. Uh, it's actually be it was a re, it's been a discovery that was uh, invented within the last three years. Uh, originally in Osiria, but uh, but it's be uh, but a the technique of how to do it basically got passed over to Saul of setting up uh, sanctums in a way that they can r- deliberately redirect incoming sendings to a sending room, mm-hmm. provided That's there cool. is a mage nice. on duty. Hmm. Well, we should do that. Right. Might as well. Is there a clear line to the fortress, or are we going to uh, be in trouble? There is a clear line, as far as you can tell. Okay. There are soldiers around, and it's likely that you will get challenged upon ent- uh, upon getting close by, but you have your papers. Papers. Yes. And indeed, yep. as you ride close, uh, th- exactly this happens. I'm literally a soldier in this army. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, uh, you're, not, none of, you're not wearing any uniforms, no, I will admit, but, uh, but, uh, but you are halted by a uh, sm- small group of cavalry. Alt. Stays your business. Um, we're here to receive a message from Matrimison at the fort. Hey, boss. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They wave you through. Thank you. You make your way to the entryway to the fortress where you can see there is a low-ranking soldier waiting, looks up, and seems to go, <coughs> and salutes. I salute back. Commandant? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Uh, he passes you a small sealed note. Thank you. Good day. And Good day to you too. His duties. Um, what does it say? You open it up. There is a handwritten note from Mistson. Mm-hmm. Quite busy. Uh, quite busy at the moment. However. Sorry, I am sorry to hear that Celestia has been. Uh, Taken. I trust that you will do everything in your power to assist her, the others wherever they may go. If you need, I am not familiar with the warehouse, but uh, one of my staff has indicated that it is in the town of Etrangler. Unfortunately, there is some information you should be aware of. First of all, the uh, Town is currently being is currently occupied by Wendish troops, as part of the uh, as part of the coalition against us. The coalition well, uh, troops are currently lo- using the nearby town of Lisieux as their forward base, which they have captured, and as their primary irony, in order to supply the uh, birds that they are bringing in. The way I see it, you, in order to get to this warehouse, you will need to sneak into a triangle. I will leave it up to your discretion as to the precise manner you do this. But in, you will first need to get past this, uh, the ongoing front. There are broadly two routes you could take. The first route is to go directly across the front. This has obvious dangers, but the dangers are obvious. <laughs> the uh, please be aware both uh, 
Now, please be aware there are mage units in. Uh, there are mage. Uh, sorry, both sides have uh, active artillery units in play, cavalry, and I have received information that there is a an arcane strike group in play. Ooh. You are Arxanum. You're aware of what he means by this. An arcane strike group refers to a group of six mages with three uh, classically three senior mages and three junior mages. The three senior mages maintain a flight spell and the three junior mages maintain invisibility spells in, in, order, to maintain, oh in order to make the entire group <laughs> flying and invisible. Shit. Oh shit! It's not improved invisibility, but it, it's it's yeah. allow it allows them to move close to key targets mm-hmm. and immediately deploy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that is strikes. somewhere on the main front. That he's somewhere in the main out. front, there is a an arcane strike group in effect. Okay. Um, See how Oksana reads and actually pauses and goes, "Oh balls!" <laughs> uh, please uh, be warned of airstrikes from the main uh, on the main group as well. I have received unconfirmed reports that the uh, Midmirish in particular have uh, settled upon a price for a mercenary from the Draconic Empire. Huh? However, they've just written a mercenary from the Draconic Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, bra- uh, and they've put a, a, a quickly scribbled a note saying, Kitiara, the blade from the north. That uh, means absolutely nothing to me. It like, may not. No, yeah, roll a history check. I guess anyone. I, I was going to say, if you pass this uh, on, can I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm letting you read it. Yeah, it's right. um, Actually, no, I read it first and then let you read yeah. it. Then I let you read it over my shoulder. But when you do. Um, 12. So that's a 16 for Dirty me. 20. That's, I'll say that's enough, yeah. So you, Scamp, weirdly, you actually overheard once like when you were when you were begging for scraps outside a, 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 outside a um, busy uh, sort of chop house in, in the sense of a place that serves chops not a place that just cuts up automobiles that don't exist yet uh, in <laughs> Scarrell's quote cove uh, that there is an ambitious uh, there is an ambitious uh, mercenary uh from the Draconic Empire, a green dragon by the name of Kitiara, uh, uh, Kitiara uh, uh, also known as the Blade of the North, who has periodically been selling her services to, uh, uh, to, um, uh, to various armies. Right, an actual dragon. An actual dragon. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's, anyone know who this is? That's a dragon. A fucking dragon? An actual dragon. They have a dragon and they have invisible flying mages. Oh, good. They're not fucking about, are they? No. The letter continues. Alternatively, you could try going, uh, cutting around the battlefield in the woods. Naturally, both sides are attempting to create paths for the uh, for the same reason to get cavalry through to get an advantage. So, we have sc- scouts and halfling skirmishers, and the uh, Osirians have brought a mixture of orcish jaegers and halflander kerns. Uh, and you've heard of these before. These yeah. are a particular breed of uh, halfling skirmishers from Halfland. They're ah. not dissimilar in their approach to traditional Cairnese halfling fighters. What so are they called again? Dirty as shit. Uh, 
Kerns, K-E-R-N. K-E-R what, sorry? K-E-R-N is the term for okay. Kern, is the word for a Kern. Uh, okay. So there are, there are skirmishers, uh, uh, highly active in the woods. They are, we are aware that they have majors in there as well, and they have deployed independent squads of the Resurrectionist Battalion. I leave it to you which route you will choose, but be aware, once you get beyond the uh, beyond the front line, you are solidly into coalition-held territory. If you are to... you could proceed to a Trangler on foot. However, if you do so going through the forest, while you are un, once you get past the skirmishers, you are unlikely to encounter more resistance. But it is likely to extend the time it will take to get there by an additional two days. If you are to ride openly through the plains, as you will not be able to ride through the forest, then be warned as they they have their own cavalry uh, scouts and uh, overwatch from birds in the air. Especially if you are riding at full pace, a conflict with the uh, being spotted by them is almost inevitable. You will simply have to evade or fight your way through if you take that route. Does Corzin know what Osirian Jaegers are? Yes, uh, you've heard of them. They are uh, they are sort of uh, comes from old Osirian, uh, meaning yeah. huntsmen. They are yeah. orcs who've been trained uh, in. They're essentially orcish skirmishers. They work similarly to uh, halfling skirmishers, but uh, but they tend to pack muskets uh, or even uh, the uh, or even uh, well. Here's the thing: um, they are rifles, but they're not the rifles you think of when you think of rifles. These are early rifles, so comparable to uh, comparable, slightly weaker than muskets at this stage. Um, but they uh, and they are known for set uh, for the s- setting traps and ambushes with the same fervency as their halfling counterparts. Okay, so the question seems to be then: Do we want to face um, the chance of getting bushwhacked, or the uh, possibility of having airstrikes rain down upon us? I just think that riding openly through a war zone? Fucking dumb. Two days, though. Well, if we can get to a triangular, I'm Wendish by birth. I could possibly... I um, need Mirish. Exactly. There's actually nobody here who's, um, who's Soulish by birth, so we could potentially pass unawares. Unless they check our papers. Mm. We've got a lot of papers. I assume that I don't have a lot of papers. You have one set of papers. I have papers. I have my papers. I don't have any other papers. We don't show them papers, then. Um, Yeah. I just... Invisible mages. I know. I mean, I can... I can potentially cast a thing so I can see invisible people, but... That would be useful, I think. For an hour at a time? Uh, Might be helpful. It's I don't have to concentrate on it. Uh, Any early warning we have on that sort of thing, um, 
is useful. If we're on the ground, leave that to me. That's my specialty. Um, okay. How deep is the front? How long is it? Once, like, what's the distance to cross there? So combat. Okay. Judging, so it varies depending on parts, but as you, you take a bit, of, taking a bit of time to sort of look at it from a vantage point, the narrowest point of it. It depends where where it happens. In theory, you could cross it in. Let's see, how far can you travel? You travel 120 feet, so 1,200 feet per minute. If you are at 1,200 feet per minute, which means you could do 12. It's five, approximately 5,000 feet uh, for a mile. It's probably close to... I'd say it's close to two miles deep because or the frankly the cannons have a range of uh, over a mile mm-hmm. on both sides so depend so depending on which bits it can take between any it could take anywhere between five to the full ten minutes mm-hmm. to fly across the front all right I have a question <laughs> yes I have an incredibly stupid question so invisibility the higher up slot I do the more people I can get with it yes. Jeffrey, um, can he hide in a backpack, or does he count as an original, as another person? Like, For how does this work? I'm going to say that Jeffrey can hide in the backpack. <laughs> Thank you. And will be counted. Otherwise, that would be my fifth level spell burnt um, on making your monkey invisible, which would be hilarious. But um, also, yeah, I can't make everyone fly. I can make everybody invisible. I can make three people fly. Okay. Well, um, one of us can carry. Uh, I can cause someone. Cause in. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not very strong. I'm not sure I'm the best person to carry. I. Leah, would you mind? Of course. I, I have the least well Fuck ranged Leah as well. things. Well, shit. So. Okay. Yeah. If I make us all invisible, that's like my big shit gone for the day. Do we have any other choice, though? Is this not? I can. I'm happy to, but no send. No uh, scrying. I think that what I'm saying. If, we, if we want to go with the um, uh, the fast option, then the best thing we can do is wait for there uh, to be an advance of Sulish troops, because there's going to have to be at one point or another, sooner or later, it, it'll have to happen. Go invisible then, and fly through. Once that's happened, any troops that are uh, going to be on the opposite side are hopefully going to be as distracted as they're going to be, so we can slip through unawares. If we're um, four actually invisible people... It shouldn't, hopefully, be too much of a problem. Yes, I mean, there's always a possibility that they could have the same spell I do and they'd be able to see us, but not everybody will be able to see us, so we'll do better. The mages might... Avoid mages. Dragons? Do dragons see invisible? I don't know. Roll a nature check. Make a nature check. I don't think it matters. I might. It's a good moment for me to remind myself. That is a six, so I've no idea. It's an eleven. I will roll on the off chance. Nope. <laughs> you. Leah! <laughs> uh, yeah, let's roll for Leah, see if Leah knows. This Leah. feels like cheating. <laughs> Frowns. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, That's fine. I've, 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 I heard a tale that they could once, but then they also, I also heard that they could, you know, tell where you were by your heartbeat. 
So that might not be true. I think that might be bullshit. I don't know. Not got close enough to one to really uh, find out. Have I been close to a dragon? No. Well, not. So. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen one. Yeah, you would have. You would have seen one in the in like ten years ago. There'd have still been a few left from the previous worm flight. Yeah, but there's not that many. Like, but there's no reason I would have seen one no. particularly. Yeah. No. Not up close. No. You've not been. This is your first battle you've been near to that has had a dragon mercenary involved. I mean, this is some serious shit. If they've got a dragon. Yeah. Not I've cheap. been in a lot of battles. Never had a dragon before. They must have paid an absolute fortune for that. Yes. Can you tell if dragons are nearby, Corzin? Uh, I should be able to. That is a good question. What they count <laughs> is, is dragon on your list? I mean, it sounds like there might be a fuckload of undead in the forest if they've got resurrectionists. You can tell if there are dragons within a mile of you. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I mean, are we actually... No, this is a point. Oh, yeah. oh, I just um, said you were near the coast, so the coast, you are yeah. close enough to the coast for for the six mile to take effect. Yeah, we don't want the six mile necessarily, would we? Because we need to know if it's close. Yeah, we would. it's likely to be within six miles. I mean, if it's not great. Okay, I think I think if we're doing the scary thing and going straight across, the thing is though. If we ride across the plains, I can't make the horses invisible. We fly. Yeah, yeah true. flying's we fly. the best bet at this point. Yeah, invisible and flying, like the mages. Yep, <laughs> let's hope we don't crash into them. I mean, I'm going to cast a spell so I can see invisible stuff. But then you lead. So we'll I go first. Hands. Very intimate. Lovely. Well, We're friends tail, already. if you like. Yeah. Wonderful. That feels somehow even weirder, <laughs> having just met you. Oh, it's just a tail. I mean, I could I could hold your tail and then you could hold her hand. Very intimate. We're all great friends. Um, also, I can do a thing. I need to out of character. I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot of me flipping through my impromptu spell book. Bear with me for another second. No worries. Um, I can also make it so that we don't actually have to talk to each other. I can make that it so we can really hear useful. in our heads. Which, if we're invisible, might be a good idea. Great, yeah. I mean, is that actually... going to burn lots of stuff, though? No, I can do it from the book. It'd take me ten minutes, but oh, okay. Scamp and I have the ability to speak to each other um, without making too much noise. How nice for you! But um, if you do that for uh, yourself and Leah, that would be. I very can do useful. it for everyone. Oh, great! So that we can all hear each other the same. That'd be great, yeah. Uh, let me just check it up to eight so I can. Great. Yeah, that might make things easier. How long does it last? Uh, an hour. Okay. Um, so maybe not right now, but... but... How close is the nearest... Is the best place to cross? Give me a perception check, anyone who wants to. Yes, please. Around. No, I, I see... Dice is halfway across the room. That's a 21. It's, it's a lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That is um, a 17 for me. You just... Scamp, you're just busy staring into Jeffrey's eyes. Oh. <laughs> um, Jeffrey. Uh, the rest of you, however, uh, do scan through. You There is... You can see... You study the battlefield front for a moment. 
and you can see that they're moving and actually looking at it the best place might be where they're concentrating fire from the different artillery groups it's mm-hmm. an intense place to go into but when they uh, but you can see that they're using it to uh, to funnel the line infantry from the or Syrian side actually it's red cats um, into a position where they're, uh, where they're where you can see, you can just kind of work out how they're moving their own line infantry ready to make an attack and perhaps bring in some cavalry. Mm-hmm. So red that's where the are coming. The red yeah. coats are coming. Yeah. There's going. You can tell that there's going to be a press there, and therefore it's going to be intense enough that you might be able to that the lines will contract mm-hmm. inwards and therefore make it a shorter place to cross. Okay, should we start casting things now? I need ten minutes. How long is it going to take us to get there? Is there any cover there where we can get to like the back of it? Yeah, like how far away we're we talking. Uh, actually, that's, yeah, I'll say that you guys, scale. with what's left of your horses, you can ride close enough to try and take cover behind. It's actually looking nearby. There is actually a shelled-out farmhouse right. nearby. I think that's sensible. Yeah, so you ride up there and take cover behind the uh, the walls. At some point, this uh, this house was also set on fire, but you can see a cannonball struck through the roof, blew out one of the walls, and is now solidly uninhabited, as the majority of the fighting has now moved on beyond it. Mm-hmm. Although there are a series of bullet holes in the wall, uh, against the walls as well. Okay, so when we get there, I'm going to take some rods off my arm. I'm going to pass one to everyone. Uh, including Jeffrey, because it's very important. I give him a pat on the head while I'm doing it. Like, like still with an incredibly serious army mage face. No, don't, don't eat it. Just Jeffrey, stop. No. No, stop. Don't, don't eat, eat it. it. for oh. magic. We need that later. Friend. It's expensive. Ask right. him not to eat it. Jeffrey. Jeffrey puts down <laughs> the little thing. Yeah, I then do some sort of... Down the arm glove with a few um, metal rods. All of your rods glow up. I say, okay, touch them to each other. Jeffrey? All in the middle. Okay. Jeffrey holds okay. out his little one. They all and touch. And then touch it to your forehead. Jeffrey. And then give it back to me. And you don't see my no, lips no, Jeffrey, move, but you hear me go, you hear me say, testing, testing, can you all hear me? You all hear oh. in your head. Okay, maybe the monkey was a bad idea. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Yeah, so we can now all talk to each other telepathically, because I have cast Ella. Mary's telepathic bond Ella. as a Ella. ritual. Ella. Um, I am right in thinking that if I do it as a ritual, it doesn't use up a slot. It yes. does not. Fantastic. And I don't have to have it prepared. You do not. Fabulous. Right. Stop it or I will kill you with my bare hands. This is like to a background of... <laughs> <laughs> you hear Corzin say in a quite sort of stilted uh, fashion, does this transmit everything we think or Let just have what a we look. choose it's only what you choose I think it's just what you choose <laughs> yeah you yeah. you have to deliberately choose to send um, they can communicate telepathically to yeah. yeah yeah okay just wanted to clarify that you're fine you can have your own private thoughts we can just also talk to each other what are you hiding it's not so much about what i'm hiding it's just about uh, stuff that um it will be of no interest to you you can think about sex as much as you like, darling. Ooh. Right. Uh, I need another second. Daggers. <laughs> I just shrug back at you and start moving some rods around on my arm again. It all glows up, um, and I pass it in front of my eyes. 
Okay, you should now be able to see anything that's invisible. While you're doing that, I'm going to just scribble on the floor and do some magic in my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast water breathing as a ritual. Okay. <laughs> do I recognise it? Can I see if I can tell you, what it is? Only as it in the last stages do you start to realise, wait, what? <laughs> Ta-da! You yes, all great. feel the now, weird uh, sort of... Oh, now we can all breathe underwater. Well, some of us had nothing to do with that. Very important. <laughs> well, if we happen to fall into a river, that's useful. Or a secret canal. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to be invisible now? No, I need to cast fly first. All right. No, fly I lasts think... less time. Fly, fly more... is ten minutes. But if you cast invisibility on me and then I cast fly, it breaks. Oh, shit. Very good All point. Right. <laughs> We've got to um, keep an eye on the advance. I when definitely the advance know starts, that. <laughs> uh, castle the I very much know then. that in this character. <laughs> Sorry. You've got both versions of invisibility. Yeah, it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the smaller one. Mm, good point. Yeah, we're saying, cousin, we need to watch for the right moment. Sorry, we were arguing over you. <laughs> we were. What we were saying, darling. I was going to say, if it's a time-sensitive thing with these spells, then um, wait until the uh, till the advance starts. They, they're going to take a, they're going to need to take some time to actually get where they're going. That's true. Start casting then, so we don't waste any of the uh, the amount of time the spells up. Good point. You do actually hear <laughs> the um, intensity is picking up. Okay, that might be now. I guess that's our cue. Right. Okay. In the distance, there. <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. Okay, three. You feel the sudden you, like. buoyancy <laughs> in your body. It's apart from you causing this. Leah Aww. steps behind you and kind of lifts you from behind. Under the arms. Okay. Right, there we are. Okay, okay, there we go. Bear hug. Right. Right. Invisible. Um, I go... <laughs> cross some stuff hand. over on the, arm, on the arm cuff. Move some stuff over from the shoulder. Again, everything glows up like white hot metal. And I just like whack each of you on the shoulder with my arm and then do it the same do it to myself as well and as I tap you you'll get invisible basically and each of you just sort of it's like again I suppose there was one upside to missing second breakfast today it's that strange flickering is like the absence of vision spreads over your bodies like uh, like ink and with that you take uh, you emerge from these uh, broken cottage and into an active battlefield. Oh, no. oh, Splayed out in front of you, you can see uh, the t- uh, the sides beginning to clash together with a char- uh, with a charge ma- uh, with the Orsirian redcoats uh, banded together in thick lines of uh, red coated orcs and humans massing their uh, their uh, their musket fire. Quickly firing, kneeling, reloading, firing, re- kneeling, reloading, as the Sulian troops begin to rush in and do the same. Thick clouds of powder smoke begin <laughs> filling the air. We dodge those. Yes, please. You for uh, yes. We know start- how invisibility works. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the thing, though. When I say thick clouds, I mean it starts flying. It goes up everywhere. Anywhere there is massed musket fire. Clouds of smoke will start to follow. Yeah, so you start flying up from below. You can see, though, uh, as you uh, uh, there is the an a very active 
and very uh, intense battle going on. You fly up and over the uh, the Sulian troops, and you see you catch a sight from below of something that causing you causing a scamp you've never seen before. Uh, Leah's never seen before. Oksana, you've not seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a member of the of the Ogre Corps. Dressed in a specially tailored form of the Sulian uh, navy, mm-hmm. navy blue outfit, there is a huge hulking figure, uh, twice, easily twice the size of a human and about four times as fat. Uh, he was striding into battle. And carried in his arms is not is what looks like it could be a blunderbuss, but which he realises is actually a small and I use my quotation marks here <laughs> cannon. Jesus, <laughs> capable of firing three pound iron round shot. Oh, you watch as the ogre <laughs> lifts up one of the cannonballs, shoots it into it, packs down some powder. <laughs> The ball fires out and smashes into one of the lines of the Osirian troops. From the other side, however, you, uh, as you're flickering over, you just catch brief moments of strange figures wearing, not wearing real uniforms, but just fragments of just sashes of deep Osirian red Mm -hmm. over pale fleshless forms as bands of skeletal soldiers begin to flank around to the left uh, loading and firing muskets as they go one only one with each one there is a single uh, uh, there is a single orc travelling behind the unit doing swift hand gestures to direct them around and firing from his own positions. However, you're in the air. So, in order to get over... So you're going to go over the smoke. Yeah, if possible. I would like to also keep an eye out for these invisible mages. Um, Okay. (laughs) And a dragon. And a dragon as well. Okay, so... Can I... As you're the person with invisibility, can I ask you for a perception check? Yeah. Can we all be looking for the dragon, though, please? You can all be looking for the dragon, so I'll yeah. take an exception check from all of you, please. Uh, that's a 19. Well, that's another one, so mm. I'm doing really well on perception today. Perception, that is uh, 15. Okay, 15, 1, was it 6, 17? 19. 19 for you, okay. As you fly over uh, uh, above the block, uh, every now and again there are just moments of screaming and chaos from below. There's a moment where just going to look at the exact line on that. Yeah, where as you pass over one of the units. Oksana and Corzin, you notice a strange swirling in the air uh, over and around you. I'd like both of you to make uh, an Arcana check, please. Mm-hmm. Alright. Strange. If I can see invisible people, we can't see what it is. Oh, you can. That's a six. Um, so that is 
Um, a 24. Okay. It's else. not to see what it is, it's to recognise what it is. Okay. It's, and you recognise the spell as it is being uh, cast. Someone on the ground is casting it, and it means that you have just enough time to warn everyone, as you can see the telltale start of a of an ice storm being conjured over the uh, over the platoon of troops immediately below you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that this is going to rain a sh- uh, that is going to rain. Well, not fire per se down on everything mm-hmm. beneath it, and you're currently in the cylinder. Yeah, you just hear Oxana go, we've got a storm, we need to move, and she just, like, pulls you off to one okay. side. I'd like all of you to make a dex save with advantage, because you've had the warning. Okay. Oh, bloody hell. 13. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. My dex, man. Also 13. 23. Okay. Uh, Causing you and Leah managed to pull entirely out of the way of it. Uh, but the pair of you, you because of the advanced warning, you still take half damage, but you take, but you don't take no damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the swirling in the air suddenly seems to form almost a very thin cylindrical cloud, from which just daggers of ice start descending. A couple of them slice across your skin as they go down. Uh, so I've done a con save in preparation. Oh, invisibility isn't concentration, so that's fine. Good. I think it is. It isn't. Is it not? No. Awesome if it's not. Not the, um, that's, not uh, the lower one. Yeah, that's an improved invisibility. Yeah, the, the higher one is. Oh no, shit, it is. I'm it fucked. is. Okay. Um, Can I ask you for a concentration? What something? isn't con- No, Con- see invisibility isn't concentration. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah, cool. That's fine. Uh, I got a dirty 20 on the con save. That's I'm going to do my con save and see what I get. Oh, I'm fine. You've got yeah. Warcaster. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I've got. Um, I've got something else. Actually, I took another one instead. But I'm actually fine as well. So it's all good. Cool. Uh, Unless it's lots. Uh, it's actually not a lot oh, on this occasion. Uh, that was two ones on two of the dice, and on the others, that is not a die. That is a lovely uh, key token thing that the pointy tail sent me once, <laughs> which I picked Aww. up instead of a die. <laughs> Uh, so it would have been, so it was 20 halves to 10 okay. points of ice damage. So cold damage. Uh, it's a mixture of cold and bludgeoning as the uh, shards <laughs> go past you and you hear the screaming from below and you look down you can see as the, as the group begin as that particular segment of the line begins to break and run. We're still keeping an eye out, still looking beyond. I'm going to ask actually everyone for another perception check this time as you're making your way through. 13. Uh, 15. Uh, uh, 9. Okay, 13, 15, and 9. There is. Okay. Smoke in your eyes. <laughs> There's smoke in your eyes. With a 15, though, you look up in time to see. <laughs> A wing of six of the Sulian uh, birds flying above. They fly. They get close, close enough that they're because you guys are flying above, but not. Uh, so you guys are flying above the the smoke. Yeah. The smoke goes up to a good thirty feet above the ground. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm assuming you guys are flying like forty or fifty feet over the, that feels over right. the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that 450 feet above you, oh. at the maximum altitude they can get away with this, 
you what you are able to spot the uh, halflings on the back of the lines now that you're starting to pass over Assyrian troops loose <laughs> what look like uh, tiny bangs and you just catch the glinting of strange flecks of uh, in reflected against the increasingly purpley pinkish light of the setting sun as a rain of flechettes. I don't know what that is, I'm sorry. They are, they are small metal darts uh, with flanged ends, uh, with, uh, with uh, sort of flanged ends and sharpened tips mm-hmm. that essentially just fall straight down and use gravity to kill people. Um, do I have time to warn people about this? You do have time to warn people about this, which is why you see this in time. Out of the way, we've got flechettes. Is it flechettes? Florettes? <laughs> flechettes. Flechettes, yes. <laughs> And again, you okay? You begin to scatter. Can I have deck saves with advantage from everyone, please? Oh, I so don't know military terms. Oh my god! Eighteen. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's fifteen. Uh, twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're all able to fly out of the way, causing you kind of sharing roles with uh, with Leah here. I was going to say, is is the fact that I'm being carried going to affect my <laughs> just roles? Uh, I'm kind of using your roles for Leah's roles, frankly, here to a degree. Because it's more fun if the player rolls. So yeah, you do manage to evade the uh, the uh, the sudden carpet of flechettes that proceeds to slice down, murdering those below. <laughs> okay. You're now, as you're crossing, you're now crossing over the centre of the uh, of the engaged lines. Below, you watch as a column of cavalry uh, begin ch- of Midmirish cavalry charge around and begin uh, and ready their sabers, moving to plunge into an exposed Sulian flank. As that's happening, I'd like everyone to give me another. Uh, 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 another check. Uh, perception. perception check, please. This is Ooh. so tense. I love it. Seven. Six. Perception. Uh, that's 25. Okay. Corzin, you. You're, you feel this before it gets close. As in the dis. As you just feel the wind change for a moment, then resume then change for a moment, then resume, and then again, and again. And you suddenly realize, as this change is getting stronger, it's not the wind suddenly moving, it's wing beats. Oh, shit. And you look around, and you can't see any dragon. And do you, I'm just saying, uh, Corzin, do you, uh, do you react in any way? Uh, yeah, I'll um, yell out and say, yeah. do you feel that? Do we feel that? Like yeah, once it's been pointed out, you suddenly realize, uh, seem to uh, start uh, realize what's happening. As you spin around uh, Oksana, I'm just looking. The hell is doing that? I'm just looking for the range on sea invisibility. Yeah. Um, it's sight. It's yeah. Just sight. It's just yeah, sight. Yeah, I can just see. That's fine. You've been looking... Do you just happen to be looking was, the wrong way? I was still focused on the eagles. Yeah, you're focused yeah. on the eagles. You turn around and you see... Almost translucent looking. You can see the telltale uh, kind of warbling of the form of a huge 
uh, green dragon with a long sinuous tail, wide wings, scales like scales almost the color of thick forest foliage, not of a not a nice warm deciduous forest, but of the cold meadmerish pine. And you will see that she, as she stretches, uh, she, you can see that she is not alone, as upon her back is what can only be described less of a saddle and more of a hoarding, a raised, protected um, position in which there are, a you can just see poking out of holes, a handful of kobolds. Each, uh, each of which has uh, carbines of their own, of course, and which are wheel, uh, but of which are currently striking and getting ready to uh, to light handfuls of um, handfuls of bombs mm-hmm. and grenades as the dragon sweeps low. Uh, you see her. I'm gonna say. Yeah, does she see us? That's the question. You see her. I'm we're say, invisible, but at the point where she is perhaps 150 feet away, she's flying in your direction, but kind of studying her. She doesn't seem to have noticed you yet, and you can see that she's sweeping straight down towards the group of uh, the the, uh, the uh, creatures below you. I say we have a dragon. We need to change course. She's invisible. Which direction? Uh, that way. <laughs> Which way? Um. Okay, out, of the fli- out of the flight path where she's going. Like, I want to make okay, sure so you want to move horizontally a lo- along a different way. Or up. Which one's better or for us right here? Up, you're I think. Okay. You... I think I would try and go above her. If she's, right. she's clearly flying down to try and attack something, okay. let's try and go So this is a her. question. So here's the thing. So because of the, flight, uh, of the flight speed of her and the speed of you, that's close enough that I'm going to ask for a dexterity check, please. Oh, God, my I'm going to say, cause and roll it, and I'll kind of blend it into... Uh, 12. If you get better than... Um, right, is yeah, that just a better. straight check? Yeah, just a straight dex check, because this is just flight up. Okay. And she gets one as well. Oh, that's not good. That is a 7. 1. No, wait, it's an 8. 1. I've rolled three ones this guys. So, 7... Uh, sorry, what was yours? I got distracted by the one. Uh, um, mine was twelve. Twelve. Okay, Oksana, you managed to get up just in time, uh, but as the dragon swoops closer, she her head turns suddenly, as and it's not her eyes, but it's her ears twisting slightly, almost as if as she gets close to you, she can hear. Causing and Scamp's heartbeats. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you hear Oksana in your head going, she's seen you, you need to move. Okay, I'm gonna call for a straight up initiative check here, please. Uh in during the moment. You're not her primary in, a target, but she's gonna she can try and pass close to you. Um, okay. can I do I roll it? Yeah, everyone. of my dice are good. Uh, Cause and I'm using 18. Leah acting. Fifteen. Okay, natural one. Does so lucky apply to initiative? Yes, it does. It's so nearly a one again. I don't know what's okay. wrong with my dice this evening. That's 13. Okay, 13 for cause, and I'll say Leah acts at the same time. Uh, and then I'll roll for the Blade of the North. Okay, so 
with a natural 20, Kitiara goes The dragon swoops forward and takes... So the moment that she comes close, at the moment she gets sweeps by, all of you need to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. As just as, as this you, fear. Yeah. So I have advantage. You have that, so you roll that 18. Advantage. 18. Okay. Uh, wisdom. Oh, that, that's 17. Okay. All of you manage, just managed to steal yourselves against the, this, this animal terror that screams in the back of your, uh, in the base of your skull to run, run, run and never come back. Uh, as just this massive, impossible creature uh, swoops uh, directly towards you. And she just adjusts her... She does adjust her flight slightly. The co... uh, And all of her her actions seem to come almost simultaneously. As she has... as uh, As you notice that in her claws are two massive uh, are two hefty six pound cannonballs oh one she flings straight down and as she does so the uh, this uh, the the shield of invisibility across her breaks and you hear sudden screams from below as the cannonball impacts with much the same force as it, as if it had been fired she inhales and then you watch as a thick black spray begins coursing across the troops beneath uh, as conscripts and ordinary line infantry uh, scream and collapse to the ground as ve- uh, as deep venom begins eating away at their very flesh, turning their uh, uh, turning their skin black with poison and rotting away. Oof, that's good. Uh, the kobolds hurl down their uh, their uh, their balls of uh, their, their their bombs as they go. <laughs> blasting in a barrage as they pass but she's uh, but she's saved two lost uh, attacks i'm gonna say let's see which one she goes close to she sees two targets odds it's Are we still be... all invisible yeah yes. but she's got but she can hear your heart's something. beating ah. she's got something that lets yeah. us i guess and so odds like she goes for scamp directly tails she goes for cousin directly because you're all, yeah, you guys have scattered a little bit, so you're no longer quite holding hands. I'm gonna say, okay, yeah, odds, I think we lost it's scamp. So she flings the other ball at Corzin and Leah. I think I have to call this an attack roll, frankly, uh, based on how that works. So, Corzin's um, AC then. Yeah, let's say Corzin's AC on this one. And slightly reverse uh, engineer what that's going to be. Got it. Oh! You and Leah flick to the side just in time for the six pounder to sail past you with a seven. Because she rolled, actually, it wasn't a seven, it's harder than that, but she rolled a natural two. Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) As the uh, cannonball flies through. 
pirouetting in midair just to get out of the way. Against Scamp, though. Uh-oh. Tell me if it's a spell. Uh, it's not a spell, okay. I'm afraid. Uh, she simply... Uh, she's already she's already spat down, so instead she simply slashes with one claw as she Uh-oh. passes. Uh, so this is... Dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do about that. Um, um, and the as her claws slice th- uh, through your flesh, uh, you immediately take 13 points of slashing damage. Okay, I maintain concentration with a 22. And you just hear a... Uh, and you just hear... Doesn't break invisibility, does it, when you take damage? Doesn't break invisibility no. when you take damage, but you do see I just a, a few... Dr- uh, uh, you do see a spray of blood materialise in the air and then Ow. slip below. Uh, and you just hear... <laughs> but apart from that, for the remainder of her movement, Kiata moves... Sorry, uh, uh, Kitiara uh, wings her way on beginning to rise up and prepare for the next strike. <laughs> My brain went, oh, opportunity attack. No! Not on a track. No! If you so want to, she, you can no! try. But... Is she gone? Yeah, she's immediately flying on past you. You, you had your atten- her attention for a moment. I immediately go and grab Scamp because I can see them because I can see yes. invisible creatures. I just like grab her shoulders. You okay? I'm fine. Good. Right. Let's go. <laughs> you carry on. The dragon having passed you. Oh, I'm glad that t- that that, that uh, cannonball missed you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need healing? I'm fine. Uh, I can't heal. Can anyone heal? Okay. I'm fine. I can't see Scamp at the moment, can I? You can't, but you. But I'll say you that with uh, Oksana grabbing your hands, you're able to link hands. No, again. we don't want. I'm fine. We don't want to break the spell. All right, let's get um, to the ground not, and worry. I about don't have that. any spells currently up. Cure wounds, boom. No, that will break invisibility. It will, will break it? invisibility. Yes. Yeah, any yes. spell. Okay, I'll say you managed to that. stop him just in time. I'm fine. Okay. Thank you. As you fly, uh, you you fly on. You're nearly now. Oh, you go, you've been going safely over the Orsirian lines. Last perception check from everyone, please. 14. 16. Okay. 14. Uh, 16. 12. 12. Okay. There is... Scamp, you notice before... Uh, you notice the swirls in the smoke up ahead as a as something changes uh, in it, and they, and they seem to part. Oksana, you watch... Rising out of uh, out of one of the smoke clouds, a group of six uh, bright hallish uh, garbed soldiers uh, flying up. Many of them carrying long, complex staves or wands of multiple pieces of metal. They peer around, and they their eyes. One of them looks straight at you. Make eye contact. Roll an intimidation check. Yeah, I'm gonna keep eye contact with him and do that. Oh, hun. Um, that's a nine. He don't give a shit. I'm gonna roll a wisdom save. They glance at their group. You glance at yours. And they kind of raise a hand to you and signal 
off to the off to your left with one hand while they use their other hand to thumb right. I do two thumbs up at them. The group rears off to one side. <laughs> no one wants to get into a no, fight. No one wants that. We're a super weird looking I give group. them a little salute as I go past. Give you a little one. The others don't seem to have acknowledged yeah, you. And just but quietly like pull all of you over to one side and just don't say anything. <laughs> You didn't see us, we didn't see you. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> none of our superiors need to know this happened. <laughs> yeah, I just, just I just quietly, it's like a, like herding children yeah. away from something they shouldn't see. I just quietly move all of you and just don't mention it. There's a four on their wisdom save, just like... <laughs> no thanks. Let's, let's all not, let's all not, I'm shall impressed we? that they were intimidated by that because it was a nine. Uh, yeah, so. that was not terrible. <laughs> That's such a great reaction to seeing another party do the same thing. Like, shall we just not? Nah, no, let's not. <laughs> We're not in uniform. We're not. We're yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 There's, there's just that little bit of, uh, okay, let's just. <laughs> That's the idea just making full eye contact with them. Like, oh shit, we know what you're doing. You know what we're doing. <laughs> you, however, with that, you we're fly on. Super weird right So now. weird. Past the act of combat. And uh, and on to the relative safety of the enemy side. <laughs> you still have about three minutes of flight left uh, once you're uh, once you're past the active front. I mean, let's keep flying as long as we can. We yeah. just will get the speed, and we might as well walk invisible for a bit when we land. It will only help. Agreed. Okay. You fly onwards. We can find somewhere we find things safe-ish. Yes. Can I actually have a survival check from people, uh, from anyone who wants to make it? Or that? Or you just cause them with advantage. I'll help. Cause them with advantage, then. Yeah, yeah. I'll ignore mine. So you cause them to do it with advantage. Natural 20. Okay. You quickly scan through. There is a very inviting cottage, uh, bombed-out cottage, which you... Something in the back of your mind... And just goes, no. Is it made out of gingerbread? <laughs> it isn't made out of gingerbread, but there's something about it which makes you think it would be a perfect ambush spot for someone nope. who wanted to retreat there. <laughs> and I, you, actually, only Oksana would be able to see this, but he's just going to point and go, "That's bait. That is." <laughs> oh yes, that's definitely bait. As you as you move around, I direct it, them else, elsewhere. You do actually see the group of soldiers, which were invisible from the front, who are, who are busy quickly, uh, like you can see that they're just hurriedly uh, stuffing rations into their mouths and cleaning ah. their equipment, um, getting ready before their own advance forward. But I'd imagine if the rest of you can't see me other than Oksana, it's a, uh, it's going to be a lot of right now. Come around the tree, around the uh, the, I'll just the hold that your tree hand. there. Yeah, that's probably for the best. I don't hold anyone's hands. I just follow them. All In your heads, you just them. hear. Yeah. <laughs> I also stay at the front and keep a lookout for invisible stuff because yeah. I can still do that for a while yet. You do. Much obliged. There is a slightly tense moment where a. um, where a full column of cavalry (laughs) uh, charge straight almost like less than 30 feet in front of you as they're moving on and leave you in their very literal clouds of dust 
But the dust <laughs> also provides concealment, even though it eddies around you. And you're able to continue moving onwards. Lucky they didn't have a mage with them. Well, not one who could see us anyway. Count them a blessings right now, come on. Oh, yes. And you, and quite close towards the end of the, and with, with about 50 minutes into the hour, you do manage to spot what seems to be, uh, you do manage to spot a mercifully empty uh, wrecked barn near some, uh, near some, uh, f- f- well, barren looking fields. And this you, is towards the end of all the hour yes. spells. Yeah. So, you man- so you move in and quickly checking. The, yeah. the root cellar appears to be unoccupied and open. Should we wait till dark? How well mm. do you see in the dark? I can see in the dark fine, I have a spell. Oh, that was good. Corzin doesn't see very well. Oh, He's old. He looks <laughs> old. <laughs> I say without looking at Corzin at all, I just look at you. <laughs> I'm not even middle-aged yet. Leah says, I think you are still the oldest of us, though. That's by the by. How old are you? Oh, um, 40. Uh, never know with elves. She shrugs. 59. Oh, You're both oh. older than me. 38, if anyone's asking. Oh, that's really old. I'm younger <laughs> than these two. Huh. Wait. Oh dear! I could be older than all of you, and we wouldn't know. That's a fair it point, actually. Unlikely. But I, 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 yeah, like, it like seems 12? unlikely. No idea. Thirteen, fourteen. No idea. A million, maybe. Long story. Okay, I won't ask. Short story. I don't know. <laughs> fair enough. Not everybody does. Yes. <laughs> There is a, a brief moment of where only uh, only you, Oksana, can see Leah glancing between where she thinks Corzin and Scamp are. She's off. Like she's oh. actually like she's off by like a foot in both cases. My wave at her just for fun. She has no <laughs> idea you're doing it. As Corzin comes back into um, the visible spectrum, he says, "Old Norwich said life began at 80. Who's Norit? That is a long story. <laughs> okay. An old friend of mine. How how long till dark? Is it dark? Worth- is you reckon the sun is the sun already setting as it is? It will get properly dark within about half an hour. Okay, so I make some horses. We move quietly under yeah. darkness. Yes. Yeah, we so rest here for a while till it's properly dark, and then we can keep moving. Shall we? Half an hour to make horses. About right. Yeah. Right. If we had any real horses, I could help you out and do lockstep, but uh, no. This will have to do. Okay. I'm gonna While make they're doing that, Corsin will cover them. Grey. Grey-green. The kind of colour that disappears in darkness. It actually does. Yeah. You... It's better than black in darkness. Yeah. As you prepare the, the horses... You're getting... So you're getting ready to... Uh, you begin... Uh, you hear the cannon fire begin to die down as darkness comes in. Still occasionally, here and there. I light up a cigar while waiting for Scamp. Mm. Smoke this big fat cigar to myself for a while. 
There's the satisfying sort of crackle of small contained fires and the glow and the orange reassuring orange glow I'm going to make it green for fun using thaumaturgy (laughs) nice trick and purple and pink I'm going to make horses it's just reminding me of that scene at the end of Sleeping Beauty with the uh, with the good witches just changing the dress (laughs) (laughs) The as the night as night draws in, then you finish conjuring the two horses and saddle up and begin riding through the darkness hard to try and get north towards uh, Etrangler. It is still a full day's ride. To get to a trunkler. So riding at night, you will need to find somewhere to stay during the during one day, unless yeah. you want to ride into the day. And this is assuming you ride through the night and risk exhaustion. Let's ride the night, sleep the day. I think so. Yeah, might as well. Okay. I think riding in the dark is uh, is better. Well, the more miles we can put between us and that battlefield, the better. I'm going to say this is, yeah, this is a straight group stealth check because on the one hand, there are still birds out and there is, and there, and you are riding and you are obviously riding hard across open terrain. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you have the cover of night. Mm Mm-hmm. So I can have a stealth check. Oh, we've got no stupid clothes. have disadvantage to see me, even though I don't have advantage to hide because okay. of my cloak. Not great. That's a seven from me. That's a dirty twenty from me, 13. and I don't make noise. I mean, the horse does though. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, can I fine. make horses with fluffy hooves? You... Like if you, you know how you tie fabric around a horse's hooves to muffle the sound. If you want a stealthy horse, can I make them like that? I mean, the grounds that you could conceivably just use some fabric to do that, I'll say yes. So the horses are slightly quieter than they otherwise would have been. So it was a 14, a 7, and... Dirty 20. And a dirty 20. I think mine was a 13, actually. 13. Okay. 7 plus 6, yeah. I think that's going to come down to Leah, then. Okay. hope Leah doesn't fuck it up. <laughs> The they do travel in pairs as they fly above, and every now and as you and you do ride hard through the night, the muted sound of the footprints uh, of the of the hoofbeats below you. There are times where groups of wait you stay far from the road, still going over the plains, in order to make good time keeping not that far from the edge of the woods. Even so, there are moments where you see birds go overhead and they pass by. Overhead, passing by. You realise, and in, and there's one point where about... You're riding late into the night, so three hours into this heavy ride. They don't have dark vision though, do they, eagles? Eagles don't, okay. nor do the nor do their pilots for the most part. 
but there is still a chance to yeah. spot you. Mm-hmm. Um, so and there are, and they are going in pairs. As you approach, as you're getting about three hours in, you can spot in the very distance just the outline of what seems to be a, an army camp, which has been mm. set up with what appear to be large wooden platforms raised up and emerged out, what you vaguely recognise, Oksana, as a temporary eyrie. Mm -hmm. It's just enough miles from the front front that birds could return there as a stopover between here and Lisieres. While they were, well, no, while you've no doubt they also had another one very close by. Therefore, there are a lot of birds flying by, and supporting troops. Which is why you, which is why you feel your stomach drop like a stone when you hear the very distant from above, and watch as from one of the pairs flying. Odds for outwards, for evens, away from this uh, camp, a bright red flare sail down from the sky and land less than five hundred feet from where you were, uh, you've been riding. So that's signalling us. Yeah, you see, it's, it's letting out brightly coloured uh, red sparks and smoke. They've seen us. We need to get out of here. Okay. Um, what can we do? Do you want to fly are we again? on open ground here? You are on open ground. Might be worth it. Do we want to be invisible again? Can you do it uh, again? Yes. All right, all do four it. Of us? Yep. Okay. Um, I will cast another fifth level fly because I've moved some sorcery points around. Yeah, again, I click around with my rods and touch the arm brace to everybody and they go invisible. Okay. Just grabbing everyone's hands except Corzin, <laughs> who will have to hold on to Leah. I'd like... Okay. I now can't see you all. Um, um, so. The horses remain. I'm going to send them in the opposite direction. Okay. The horses cool. eerily turn around and immediately... I'm going to send them towards the flare, actually. Actually, yeah. Towards the flare. This being the instruction, they run towards the flare and then promptly sort of stop when they get there. <laughs> Hopefully they'll just think there were some random horses yes. that will dissolve quite soon. <laughs> However, you take into the air. Yeah, this time s- we do hold on to each other because I haven't cast the yeah. telepathy spell. Okay. So you... we've got to hold on. Okay. You are silent. You are invisible. I am going to. Uh, I'm still going to ask you for a check, stealth check with advantage from everyone, because uh, in, uh, because there is always the possibility that there could be one person out there yeah. with some invisibility. Natural twenty. Seventeen. Uh, wow. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. You fly. Do you fly high or low? 
Um, I'd say somewhere in between. We don't want yeah. to be low enough that things like grass are moving because of our passage. Okay, give me a rough uh, altitude you want to cruise 25 at. 25 feet? Yeah, 25 feet. 25 feet. So yeah. pretty low. So quite close to the ground, but not very high. Okay. There is one... Uh, very quickly, a uh, couple of platoons of scout cavalry <laughs> ride out from the camp towards the uh, groups. You can see that um, with them there is a, there is a figure who is cast, uh, who is casting out uh, beam just these orbs of light which <laughs> flicker out in every direction uh, up to two about 200, 300 feet away illuminating what they are before they vanish and reappear in their hand and then again. There is one moment where their gaze passes not straight over you, but actually too high up as they're looking above for what they might do if they were able to fly invisible. Mm. And they pass straight past you. <laughs> you carry on. And as, although the and although the cavalry begins splitting outwards and searching the area, the mage doesn't. The mage can only be in one place. And being silent, and unseen, you pass completely without further trouble. Oh my God, lucky! Eventually, so it would seem. You make it to the ground. You you have to touch back down to the ground. Stay invisible a bit longer. Let's stay for as long as it lasts. Yep. Okay. You walk the we next... We'll have to hold on to each other. That's fine. You walk the next part of the hour, the, the remaining 50 minutes, and, to, and in the process manage to get on past the, uh, the encampment. Finding a secluded spot, you reconjure your horses and stealthily ride on. Eventually, you can see the distant glimmers of light, and you manage, and I'm going to say you have some options. You could either try and make camp, uh, head over towards the woods and try and make camp in there over, uh, through the day, or you could try and find one of the many now largely abandoned uh, house, uh, homesteads dotted across the plains. We might be better yeah. off in a building. That's what I'm thinking. I'd hide soldiers in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's see if we can find ourselves a homestead or something. Okay. You search around and... Before the, door, the first rays of dawn come, you're able to find a cottage. Intact, but it shows signs of having been ransacked of everything edible. No sign of the original inhabitants, dead or fled. No livestock. But secure, and with shuttered windows you can close. You set up your watches. I set up an alarm. And your alarms. And begin the process of resting through the day. I don't sleep well. Indeed you do not. I haven't for days. No. 
but what sleep you can get, you do. And as the harsh day light passes, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back somewhere that the sun never shines. We'll see you after these, no doubt important, messages. And now for a word from our friends over at Kids on Bikes. Nineteen sixty-five, Swampscott, Massachusetts. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. That's Cat and Randall. They're from Texas. Um, hi, Mary Sue. Garrett has a thing for Mary Sue. It's Mary. Mary does not have a thing for Garrett. In fact, Mary has a thing, a very secret thing, for Walter Green. Of course she does. So does Meg. But none of that matters, because Walter Green is missing. What oh my! Cuss? You heard me. He's missing, and you're all suspects. Sir, I believe Suspect. you're mistaken. On what grounds? I'd like to see your badge, please. Cousin Cusshole. It's possible Officer Ross isn't looking in the right place. Because Walter, well, he disappeared near the woods. And that group that lives in the woods, they're different. Hollow, tell them what you told me. Um, I'm a witch? It's Kids on Bikes, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Oksana. I like metal rods. I like speaking to monkeys. I like throwing big fucking balls of fire. Speaking of fireballs, why not like, share, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs? You know you want to. Give us a review, or I fuck you up. Bye! And welcome back. Music's Down below. In the dark and the quiet. A dwarf barge continues along its path. Save for the gentle lapping of the water and the clack-clack-clacking of the giant beetle that drags it along the towpath, there is little sound. The barge is well made, fashioned from finely cut wood, and the exterior patterned with repeating geometric knots in the dwarven style of burnished bronze, bright near the top, but soon as it gets down to the water level, giving way to a brilliant verdigris, a splash of rare green that, is almost, that all too quickly merges with the dark waters. Not that there is a great deal of colour down here, or light by which to see it. The gentle bluish glow of the glow cap bowls does provide a measure of light. Some on the barge train, others on isolated poles marking out the path of the canal. 
I'm going to go to Celestia. Where would you like to be on the barge? It has been. Do I have a choice? You have a degree of choice. You're not allowed to leave it, but you're on the passenger barge, the one at the front. There are essentially two decks that you can choose from. The surface deck, where you can be up and look around, and the lower deck where the private quarters are. Lower? You are down below. Are you in the quarters they've assigned to you, or elsewhere in the barge? Um, what is the situation with that? Like, do I have a room? Like, there has been. It's you get the feeling that the nearby. Like, what's happening? So, in the few hours that you've been aboard, refusing to, refusing to change your. Clothes, oh, I've not got changed yet. Yeah. If I've been dunked in the river again, I've done prestidigitation. They don't dunk you in the river again, especially after you remember that you can do this, dry off your clothes. <laughs> There's, I click my fingers and just put a, flip the bird up at them as, yeah. as my clothes steam so off. The middle finger. Adrian raises an eyebrow, but does not comment. <laughs> However, you have a shadow wherever you go, save for into the same richly appointed room that uh, Sander and Sadnet took you into. There, instead, one of Adrin's team will stand outside. But in other places, although they rarely hound your footsteps, there is always one of them within eyeshot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go into... Sandra and Sabnet's room briefly. You move, you step out, head down in and knock on the door of the of the uh, chamber. Down the hallway, you do see uh, the form of the of the heavier set uh, drow. Varric, who gives you, who doesn't seem to really nod or acknowledge you per se, but definitely notes your arrival. Uh, interestingly, the other members of the uh, Adrian's crew have changed. They have abandoned their uniform, surface uniform, military uniforms, and for the most part, the the non-drow members have adopted the dark grey. Sorry, Varus is the name of the elf. Uh, have adopted the dark grey uniforms of high-ranked favoured slaves, as might be attached to a noble household. Mm-hmm. And indeed, the uniforms do bear, marked on a, the breast, the distinctive Rothnall symbol. Varys is not wearing the full uniform of the Ebon Guard down here. Varys is the really big dude, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. The broad-shouldered elf. He is instead changed into a version which you've a version of a, a form of uniform you've seen before down here 
which consists of a well-made steel breastplate, but with a helmet, greaves, and van braces made from black, slightly reflective chitin. It's a common choice for actually more in line perhaps with a middling to lesser house's budget mm-hmm. than the flashy, well not indeed flashy, but very high quality form of the Ebon Guard uniform. That said, uh, there was a response, I believe, from the from inside. Yeah, I open the door. I suppose. You step inside. As there's been... It's been a few hours now, and in that time, the dwarf uh, barge captain's apprentice, barge worker, hard to say, has taken the liberty of providing lunch. Laid out is a set of uh, is a set of hot spiced tea in cups. There is a small there is a small bottle of the local wine or what passes for wine, which is to say made from heavily <laughs> Uh, from fermented rot root tubers, uh, flavoured with mushrooms to give it some flavour, and a uh, and a light salad, uh, consisting <laughs> of a selection of different so it's tea, salad, and alcohol. It's basically it's, it's essentially a, a, a few layers of different mushrooms, some uh, some roasted um, crickets. Which you notice have actually have a, have a mild sugary glaze to them mm-hmm. as well, uh, which have been heavily spiced. I don't eat anything, but do you have a couple of glasses of wine fairly fast? <laughs> it's pretty awful but compared it's got to the surface, but there is a little. Bit, <laughs> there is a little bit of booze. There's only the two glasses worth in the bottle. Blind. Oh, it's a very small bottle. Yeah, well, I. It's polite. It's polite day wine. I. <laughs> Except drink a glass no a little bit too fast. I don't drink all the wine because mm. that's mean. <laughs> um, I come in and write down on a piece of paper and hand it to you, Sander, and it just says, Is this place sanctumed? Is it? Uh, unless you can cast it yourself, uh, which I don't believe you can. Uh, there what level is... spell is it? Yeah. Or is it just the wrong uh, kind I don't of spell? Th- Think. I think it might be the wrong kind of spell. There are ways for clerics to cast it, but you need kind of need the right specialization. I'm mm. going to say, uh, which you don't have. Yeah. Because you know for a fact that areas like the temple in a two are sanctumed, but that's that. The direct intervention of a goddess can bridge some of the gaps in these things. Um. So, to the best of your knowledge, it's not. Uh, I shake my head very slightly. I nod. Um, does this room have anywhere kind of private in it, or is it just a room? It is a. It is essentially a 
moderately spacious, actually slightly less spacious than yours, uh, room which is kitted out with a pair of be of beds set into the wall, uh, set into the bul uh, bullocks. Um, and are with... they bunk beds? It's important, as I know. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to say yes, they are. All right. So who fought for the uh, top? <laughs> <laughs> you, the audience will never know. <laughs> character secrets. <laughs> the most um, important character secrets. With a with an exquisite fold out table on which the uh, uh, with little fold out sort of chairs mm. on which the. But there's uh, nowhere particularly private. The room itself. There's no one else in the room when you close the door behind you, uh, and there. But there, apart from the little glass porthole. There's nowhere especially private in this room. Mm -hmm. There is there is a sliding door cupboard with some clothes in. Mm -hmm. I write down on a piece of paper. Can anyone hear us from in here? I think uh, Sabnet would have taken uh, the precautions to, uh, to well to at least see if it was possible to be overheard in here. I will ask you to do a retrospective. I'm going to call this an investigation check. Investigation. Okay. Would I have been around when this was being done? Uh, more the a case of listen. I mean, like if you're looking for the physical structure as to how well it is possible to listen at doors, and or so just on. whether I can cast I guidance or not for this search. We'd prefer not oh yes, to you can. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were you were around yeah. when this happened. So I would have cast guidance, which would give you an extra d4. Thank you very much. I may need it. Okay, yes, I'm going to need it. <laughs> okay, well, that's a ten, at least. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Ten is enough, because you spent some time searching. These dwarven um, passenger barge segments are designed with a mind to escorting high-value cargo, as it were. The kind of cargo that prefers privacy. So, while you are not aware of any magical impediments, you did discover from a bit of testing that the door into this chamber is lined with cork at some expense. And wow. uh, when, the, when the barge is less occupied, you put your ears to the, door, uh, to the walls on the rooms either side and couldn't hear into it. There's a certain level of privacy. I wouldn't recommend shouting. No, we can talk. No. Talking ever, is fine. I would say... Caution with your words, but yes. We can talk. I, um... You've trusted me. I, um... Might need to trust you a little bit for this one, but um, if it's not sanctumed in here, I uh, could do with scrying on some friends and I could do with nobody knowing I've done it. Interesting. I'm very good at turning a blind eye to things I need not know about. Thank you. What about you? <clears throat> People don't tend to know when I'm lying. I'm good at lying. I can lie for you. 
Are you lying right now? That's the question. <laughs> It would take me about 20 minutes and um, Interesting. I'll be kind of out of it so um, if neither of you could, you know, go and get anyone while it's happening, that would be really good. Understood. Or, you know, just uh, fucking stab me or something while I'm not here. What on <laughs> earth would have been the point of that? I don't know. It would be a waste. <laughs> I assumed that would be the response, but I still don't know you. <laughs> it could be some sort of trick. Mm. Um, but Fair, I suppose. Would, would you mind? I'm curious to see you scry. If I'm honest. If you couldn't mention how it works to Severino, that would be really good. Severino and I are not close. That makes me like you more. And I've never met the woman. Lucky you. Mm. So I've right. heard. Okay, um... If you could keep a lookout, that would be great. Of course. Obviously, you know, if you... <laughs> If you do anything bad, I'll just tell everyone about your fireflies, so... Uh, they what fireflies? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really not know? Is that how little you talk to each other? Some things aren't important. That's important. There are words indeed, dear sibling, that we may need to have at some point, but for now... And he sort of begrudgingly unfolds himself from the chair and leaves a half-eaten um, uh, insectoid thing <laughs> and uh, really? walks over to the door. <laughs> okay, I'm going to sit down in a corner with my back to them as though that will help, but that's the instinct that I have. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and spin the eye and say... He looks back. Um, show me scamp. We don't have to spend ages describing no, no, no. where they I mean, are. Do because... I have to do a wisdom save? Um. Yes, actually, because this is in the now. Do, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's really good. God it's damn it! It's a nineteen bot. Um, you there's automatically a minus five because they're a target you know incredibly well. Good. Oh, uh, you don't have anything of scamps on you, unfortunately, I don't think. Um, not that I can think of. No. Scamps oh, no, I oh. do. I do. They gave me that necklace. The snowflake. Oh. I mean, it's technically mine, but it was no, bought by scamps. No, that would work. Yeah. So oh. that prompts it back that's, another oh, that's so sad. Oh, no. oh, God. Oh. That's the saddest thing in the world. Oh, my poor <sighs> heart. Fuck me. There's a moment you kind of... Uh, from your perspective, Celestia, you sand, stare sand, at the sand. spinning orb, fall in, and you're searching around in the bubble. You can see a bubble, but it's a little bit shaky and uncertain. I feel like in real life, like not in the water, you kind of see Celestia's hand come up and like grab the necklace that she's still got on. And you look, Sandra is watching very closely. And up uh, above uh, and down below in the this space where the bubbles are, you reach up and touch the necklace that's with you and the bubble stabilizes and you drift forwards 
those of you who are watch the pair of you who are watching have been kind of peeking around the seat around and you watch as this drow girl turns this strange little gem almost like an oversized marble stares at it keeps staring at it the marble doesn't stop turning the spirits aren't involved in this are they no that's interesting yeah the, you see the the rainbow spirit just continues to flow gently around her shoulders i think a lot of the time right now it's draped around my shoulders like a blanket because yeah. i'm sad mm. i think that's what's happening a lot yeah. at the moment it doesn't seem to be involved. You peer, and there's a moment about ten minutes in where her eyes blink. And you turn to tilt down and you can see where her where her eyes should be are two it's like looking into the deep into deep, deep pools of water. You just see waves. Curious. She seems completely unaware of any oh, yeah. of your reactions. I mean, we're probably going to have a conversation in this time if you want to do the scrying first. I will. We will. So I'm going to do the scrying first. Chat. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Celestia, you... Yeah, we don't have to spend ages on this because we know like where the characters are, but like up to you. You step forward into the bubble. It's dark. And you can see... And you, and you feel... You feel Somehow, the, the the vision has positioned you on the back of a horse. Green, dark green, as uh, you watch four figures riding two at a time to the horses. Scamp, uh, uh, well, Corzin and Leah. Scamp. And a strange human woman you've not seen before wearing some curious metallic equipment. But which, from what you've seen before, seems to say mage to you in some way. Yeah, battle mage. You see in the dis- you see distant but closer than they might like, a, fl- a bright red flare descend and hit the ground. And then suddenly, as they quickly uh, exchange some words they dismount uh, and each of them (laughs) flickers out of existence the horses begin running off but you feel yourself oddly pulled up in the air after them and float just in mid-air not knowing exactly where they are are. a whole bunch of horses ride by there's a mage in them casting bolts of light looking around there seems to look almost right at you at one point before continuing onwards and you just continue flying on for almost the whole of the 10 minutes and it's actually as towards the end as it's descending that the bubble begins to sink in but we're going to jump backwards in time Sabnip you watch as the child's eyes blink and become waves. Now that is interesting. She can't hear us now. She'll be gone Indeed. about ten minutes. Hmm. It is perhaps time we had a chat. Yes. 
We've never spoken much about our business. No. But I think there are some things that perhaps we ought to be a little more open about if we are going to continue to have such a mutually beneficial relationship. I agree. Things are changing. This this girl is a catalyst. So it would seem. And a closening of our relationship may be beneficial going forward. Very well. Then, quid pro quo, the two of you appear to have something in common. A second sight, which I do not possess. The spirit sight. We do. Her spirits, or the ones that accompany her, are unusual. In what way? Well, for a drow, they're not spiders. As unimaginative as that seems. Huh. They are strong and colourful. She certainly seems to be. Things are changing, but I need you by my side still. I cannot promise it is the best place for you right now. And what would make you think that? Doesn't family have to stick together? I think I gave up membership to our family a long time ago, brother. You are nothing if not devoted. But I wonder... Have you all this time been devoted to what I thought you were? I couldn't possibly know what you think I'm devoted to. Isn't it obvious? I don't know how you will have uh, uh, kept it from any of your fellow members of the clergy, but... What she said about falling in love. I saw how that affected you. Don't think I didn't. I've known you too long. I do not listen to rumors. Rumors that... Rumors I made sure did not spread far, if you remember. And decades past. Yes. A century? Because... <laughs> it does fly so quick sometimes, doesn't it? Your secret is safe with my indifference, you understand. But... If... If it were ever to come out, I would have to give every indication of it being as unforgivable as it would likely be taken to be. 
Interesting. I would not see you come to harm, brother. Not willingly. Touching. But I have a path that I walk. I would have you beside me, but it is not perhaps the path you want. It is not a safe path. Is any for people in our situation? But should I reach its end, there will be a freedom for you that perhaps you lack now. Hmm. As I said to this child, I cannot pretend I do not use you. And are you. But it is, as I say, a mutually beneficial exploitation. The risks will heighten. Soon. Doubtless. This child, I don't know if she is good news or bad news for us, but I think (laughs) certainly... She is news. Certainly notable. I don't know why... Wait a moment. She is the eldest daughter of her house, is she not? She is. You see a smile slowly play across his face. Interesting. (laughs) So. Do you have plans or designs upon her? Eventually. Of what use is she to you? Clearly some. Until I'm sure our paths align, brother, I will not say. Hmm. Well. She's certainly intriguing. I would wish to speak more with her. You will have your chance, I believe. She is returning to us. And indeed, moments later, Celestia blinks, and her eyes become her own. Um, thank you. Welcome back. Hello. An interesting focus you have. Yeah. Uh, a lucky find. (laughs) Did you find the answers you you seeked? I, uh, I did, yes. Um, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind me um, using the privacy of your room for another moment. Got a couple of sendings I'd like to do before it becomes suspicious that I'm in here. I can stage another argument on the way out. Perhaps <laughs> a, like I've um... tried to ask you for things and you've said no. Hmm. Well, I'm sure uh, you could stage some sort of theological disagreement. (laughs) That we could. Send your messages. Thank you. You can subvocate for sending, yeah. 
You can. I don't say anything out loud. So, um... Still under suggestion not to escape. Not to try and escape. Alright, cool. So the first one is to Leah. Leah. Don't come down here. You need to stay free. You can't be below again. What if you don't get out? Run. I'll be fine. Love. Sabna. No, not Sabna. Sanda. You see the rainbow spirit lift itself from her shoulders, focus in front of her, and then flicker away. A few moments later, it flickers back to her to deliver its unspoken message. I know. I know I should stay. I'm scared. I might never come back. But if I don't, you might never. I can't lose you. Love. I'm just going to roll for like how well yeah. I hide any of that. I will roll inside. I think there will be a yeah, deception. No, I don't hide it well at all. What was your deception score? Oh, like... Roll the natural 20 on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16. So not great. My deception is... Actually, I mean, it's pretty good. It's a 15. It's <laughs> okay, so a 21 if that's uh, oh, any yeah. use, but yeah. still natural 20. Yeah, you... You both clearly see the reaction. Yeah. There's... Fear. Um, I gather my spirits together again. No. Go back right now. <laughs> You've been here once. That was enough. We broke up. <laughs> oh. Don't follow me. Stay away. Stay safe. Be free. It's like a pause where you can see Celestia holding up like the last finger of this message, not knowing what to say. 
forever. There's something about the quality of the return that makes you feel like maybe she is doing her best not to scream it into the wind, uh, purely because everyone is trying to keep silent because they're busy sneaking invisibly across the Oh ground. yeah, this is like a bad time for ascending, oh, but no. it's the time that I have. No, you stupid bitch. I won't. If I was there, would you leave me? It's not about us. <sighs> Love or not, you must be free. Again, you see, like, visible emotional reaction happening. I gather them up again, but this time I don't send to Leah. Like, hands are shaking yeah. at this point. Causing. On barge. Underground. You're sensible. Everyone okay? You okay? Scamp holding up. Please tell Leah to go. She can't come back ever. Miss you. Okay, can I respond yeah. as Corson? Corson, you're riding. Uh, you're actually you're riding, the horses are long behind at this point. You are walking silently and invisibly through the darkness when the voice uh, when the voice sounds in your head, and you know a okay. response is being awaited. Okay. No way she'd listen if I did. <laughs> she knew risks. Came anyway. Sings Dicey. Run away from but. a dragon. Thanks, <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. King please. of the understatement. <laughs> Ten words left. All alive. Quiet without you. 
five left. Yeah. Kind of. Attempting rescue before your arrival. Spirits return. Not done, I'm sorry. <laughs> really not. I'm using all my spells, but fuck it. That's fair. <laughs> um, again, this is going to return to causing. Okay. Make her leave. Be mean if you have to. Can't live with her coming down here. Please. Not sanctumed. Quiet without you two. Miss the noise. If neither of you are free, neither can be. Send when possible any information useful. Ten left? Yeah. All right. Never lose hope. She hasn't. Uh, <sighs> I've got, still got five left. Yeah. No one is giving up. Halfway through this message, you see Celestia's fist clench. <laughs> like, anger happens. Then she kind of sags and looks like she might cry. Not the answers you were looking for. No, you could say that. No, very much not. Are they coming for you? Yeah. Will you tell me about them? What do you care? I've seen that look before. Do you read the poets at all, sibling? I can't say I have. They say that among one of the most exquisite forms of insanity 
is love. <laughs> is it fucking right? I don't doubt it. But I've seen what love does to some people. Keeps them alive. That wasn't how I was expecting that sentence to end. There's some things people will do for the love of others they'll never do for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I've got that right. Ever been in love? <sighs> Not particularly. Not the uh, type that I can tell you're in. Not particularly means no. What do you want to know? For one so young, you have evidently inspired great loyalty. And more importantly, love. It's an interesting thing, love. It is. You seem to know more about it than your brother does. I also know what it can do to a person. What's that, then? Burn them out, hollow them, till there's nothing left but it. So what happened to you? Yes. Suddenly looks slightly taken aback. <laughs> <laughs> what was she like? They. Um... Sorry, you said a girl I before. I implied, <laughs> I know. What were they like? Unexpected. Sorry to be so... disappointing, brother, but I'm sure you knew. But it was a long time ago. Is it disappointing for you to be in love? It was not good for the family. Fuck it that It was dangerous. Shit. It was also a long time ago. Yeah, no room for love in this fucking cave, is there? It wasn't what got our parents killed. <laughs> no shit. That was carelessness. It's true. But carelessness got them killed, so... There is a carelessness in love. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Beware of it. It is useful, it is important, but it will destroy you if you do not master it. How the fuck are you supposed to master love? Have you figured that out? Yes. That's a fucking scary answer, do you know that? I'm aware. What do you mean, master love? You don't get to be in our position without being careful. Very careful. Emotions can be mastered. It is one small comfort, I feel, that as it is the 
uh, ambition of all parents that their children should better them, that we, hmm. by our very existence, have. I think you're wrong. I don't think emotions can be mastered. I think they always bite you in the ass in the end. Perhaps. But... They never go. I'll give you that. They'll be with you forever. It's not something I revel in, but I will not outlive my love. In fact, I expect it to be the thing that kills me one day. But she's... No, they are... They're gone, aren't they? They are dead. Oh. What is their name? That I cannot tell you. That could destroy me. Okay. I'm sure you know, brother. Indeed. Or have you forgotten so quickly? Sorry to press. That's not the sort of thing I think someone forgets. But on your previous point, I was raised from the cradle to be hyper-conscious of what <laughs> I say, what I wear, how I walk, talk, smile, how I give in or fight, how I flirt or ignore people. Makes sense. A person in my position, it pays to. What do you mean a man who's the head of a house? Quite. The last remnant, the house. Everyone else gone? Believe so. We are, as far as I am aware, the only surviving members of our house. Mm. We were, as is customary, subsumed. I have my own ways and means, limited though they may be compared to somebody from your family. But... There are better things. Quite. I'm beginning to understand that. You don't seem to have very much love for your family. I can't honestly say I blame you any. How many of them have you met? Enough. Which ones? Your mother. Ah, there you go. Don't think I need to explain that to you. No. Although I you don't know do which not. side of her you've seen. Sorry, I've seen enough of her to know that there are many. She is waiting for our deaths. You can see it. Why? It will simplify her. Property. Simply. Why? Is your property hers after you die? Is that how it works? What is this? If my brother she would have no the heirs? closest claim, I suppose. Ah. Yeah, she's waiting for your deaths. <laughs> Patient woman. I worry she As... tires of waiting. Possibly. Couldn't possibly comment on anything that she's doing. I've no fucking idea. She always <laughs> was. Like everybody else. Inscrutable. In... 
the most mental uh, ways. She's also very, very good at not getting caught. Hmm. Yes, that she is. But so are you, brother. Indeed, and he smiles broadly. <laughs> <sighs> but, um... She Why? taught me a lot in some regards, but I shall better the instruction. Hmm. Fair enough. What did she teach? Did she train you? Were you one of the Ebon Guard? No. As they called them up there? I was someone who officially, after my parents' tragic deaths, <laughs> And you see there's a tiny bit of anger underneath the uh, uh, surface there. Was taken under your mother's wing, so to speak. Huh. I have my own holdings. There is a family... Well, not fortune exactly, but coffer. We live comfortably, but I am under no illusions. She took you under her wing so that she could have your stuff when you die? Because whatever it is she wants from me, she can't get by simply doing away with me, like she did my parents. Ah. Well, then we might have a common goal. We might indeed, mightn't we? I wouldn't mind her losing power. I prefer she lost dead. a great deal more than that. We seem to have goals that align then. And what in order to reach mine, I'm willing, of course, to help you reach yours. Which is getting out. But if I can manage getting out and not being followed, that would also be pretty good. It would be your immediate family who would be uh, following you were that the case, wouldn't it? Yep. Tell me about them. What do you want to know? <laughs> you what? know Adrian. Uh, yes, I do. I would be interested to know what your experience could teach me. Does he have... Any obvious character flaws beyond his rather formulaic adherence to etiquette and tradition? I mean, I described on him fucking a half-elf once, but um, <laughs> more that. How disgusting. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. We're really back down here, aren't we? Um, My brother is rather traditional. Yeah, sounds it. Uh, Adrian's difficult. He's, um... He's hard to read. And honestly, kind of dead inside. Like, I've been trying to get anything out of him for the last few days, and it's just like, like talking to a dead person. That's useful to know. People who are dead inside generally don't have 
a certain spark. A spark, by the way, that you seem to have uh, little else but. Uh, I can assure I've you. I moved my trousers around so that they sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the silver trousers. Thank you. Love Just sparkles. The, and the slight uh, glimmer of the of the blue uh, fungal lights. <laughs> and I would assure you that talking to the dead is a lot more interesting than talking to your brother. Excuse me. That I shall believe. You left the church early. You did not learn. Okay, that sounds interesting. I suppose I didn't learn that. Um, he you... did tell me one thing, though. Mm-hmm. Go on. And he probably wouldn't want people knowing. He's jealous. He um, he said that mother said to him she wished he'd been born a girl because then he <laughs> could take over the house. Doesn't every mother of sons? Depends on the son. Indeed. He would be perfect, though. It should be him. Well, it shouldn't be your sister. Not a fan, are we? She seems, from what little I know, rather... unstable. She is a weak link in your house. She's like a cat with a mouse. I would compare her to a rabid dog, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, now I like you a little more again. (laughs) Uh, She's awful. I always find her hard to explain. Is she the sort of child that would pull the hind legs off a spider to see how long it took to die? Oh, fuck yeah, she did that all the time. That was one of her favourite things. Ah. Um. I think I, I begin to get the picture. I think maybe, if, you, if we're talking flaws, if that's, that's what you want to know, isn't it? Always um, useful. She'll never skip out on the chance to hurt someone more, hmm. even if it puts her in a weaker position. Hmm. That's foolish. Yeah. Well, like... You know, we ran into each other (laughs) not that long ago. And she could have just gagged me, but instead she put her precious whip in my mouth. (laughs) I have seen the one you mean. Yeah, because she knew it would be painful. I ended up with the whip. You have it now? No. (laughs) It is somewhere safe? Yes. Interesting. She's going to be really pissed. (laughs) (laughs) It is your friends that interest me. I'll be honest there. Why? Because they seem powerful. And I confess myself curious. Why are you interested in how powerful they are? Hmm. What do you want from them? What do you want from me? How subtle is sending? If you can't see spirits... Uh, if you can't see spirits, it require basically, you'd need to, yeah. If you can't see spirits and you're not trained in a way that would allow you to understand the spell, (laughs) then, uh, you, then assuming you fluffed your sleight of hand check, your... materials are short piece of copper wire which i think i have a ring made of copper yes also as a general rule like your focus is double for up for anything that's less than a gold piece in value uh we're using those those rules Mm -hmm. um 
I have a lot of rings, though. Yeah, and you have a lot Mine's of rings to cover those. Body weird stuff that yeah. we've discussed, so yeah. we decided to flavour it a bit weirdly. Yeah, Scamp um, is the one who uses standard uh, reagent rules the yeah. most, actually. Yeah. We have a rule that I do something unless it's yeah. really, really expensive, in which case we yeah. talk about it, but yeah. Okay, yeah. I will attempt a sleight of hand ascending spell, then. Okay, make a sleight of hand check. I would see check. it, though, wouldn't I? Yes. Uh, well, you're going to know anyway. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although... Because you know the trick of this, you can vanish your spirits to try and conceal. I don't need to hit to hide the spirits. Yes, I just. Sorry, Sam. I just don't want Savnet to see. That's fair. <laughs> um, should I roll a? Um, a uh, you're not necessarily aware of this, so just you possibly. You, I mean, I'll say no. It's more fun. Roll yeah. perception. Okay. Right. Okay. It's not very good sleight of hand. It's only a t- fourteen. Oh, so I'm. Uh, uh, rolling perception against that, or yeah, mm. right. Well, it happened. I rolled a natural one, and I'm not. <laughs> Wait, hey! Yay! Everyone drink. Yes. Uh, you, throughout this whole conversation, you've been sipping like you've been sipping on the tea that's been available. You know, like every now and again, going for the uh, for for the bits uh, for. for and at this moment, you just happen to pick up the remaining bit of the uh, roasted cricket, and you just swallow slightly too big a piece that gets caught in your throat, and you sort of sputter oh. for a moment, and have to go and get the tea to wash it down. And while that's happening, <laughs> that's so dumb. And you are completely yeah, distracted. I'm fiddling with the copper ring on my finger, and I'm just. And a firefly flies from it to your ear and just settles there. That's cute. I love that. Excuse me. <laughs> and yeah. You ask why I'm interested in you and your friends. I wish to watch the Underdark burn. And I believe you are the spark that could start that fire. There's a pause. There's a pause. There's sort of a, just a I moment. Do, like, no, I do respond. Yeah, there's a moment where the pair of you are just sort of like you're, like, you're just standing a, awkwardly while he's standing awkwardly. Sam is busy just like getting this bit of. Uh, to, uh, it's uh, really hard playing a, a, cricket a, out a of restrained character because I just want to giggle at everything. It would look very good on fire. Much better than it does now. I don't know why you think I'm the spark. But I'd like to be it. Yeah, that's about it for wedding. <laughs> Sitting there in silence while he chokes. <laughs> while he chokes. <laughs> yeah, like, Savna, to your eyes, you kind of you drained the last bit of tea and it feels like the other two have just been awkwardly watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it's fine. Don't worry. I'm just giggling out of character. I would not be giggling in character. It's just the pressure of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's really high oh, stakes, guys. Right? Okay. <laughs> um, I have something else I want. I don't know if we could make a trade. Small thing. 
Then my pack. I guess it's somewhere on here, unless they've thrown it all away, which they might have done. I really hope not. I love that guitar. But, um, there's a, there's a little tiny vial of gnomish brandy. It's not for drinking. It's for, um, for a spell. Interesting. It's very interesting. Be willing to make a trade. I've got money. Or whatever else. <laughs> There will be a time and a place, I am sure, for your money. What the fuck does that mean? What is that supposed to mean? I'm not above asking to be uh, recompensed, but I think what you have to offer me is far more valuable than your money. So what do you want? We start with this weird cryptic thing. I'm just... It's been a bad day. Like, you just... Just be clear very, for like a minute. Very hard to break a century very well, of then. I shall be blunt. Please do. You want to see your family brung low. Yes, the fuck I do. So do I. What I want then... is for you to help me destroy your mother, your brother, and your sister, and then give me your hand in marriage. <clears throat> for a vial oh, I'm of, sorry. For a vial of whiskey, that is ambitious, um, brother. Marriage? Why? It would secure my, um, my position. <laughs> um, whew, did it, did I hallucinate that? Uh, no, no, I heard that one too. Uh, just, just checking in, um, because I thought I might actually just be losing it. It is rare, you surprise me, brother. Uh, I don't suppose we've got anything more to drink in here, because fuck me, I need something. I hand you a glass of wine. Thank you. It's, it's the last glass of wine. <laughs> there were only two and she drank the first one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just drink the rest of it. You, you want you to marry me? me? You want... How much older than me are you? How old are you? 31. <laughs> Just over a century. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying so a, hard uh, to the stony face here. No, Celestia is losing it. This is in character laughing. Like, yeah. it would be a matter of convenience, of course. I'm <laughs> sure you have no. No, I was not thinking that. that. No, I can't marry a person. Do I look like the marrying type? No, but you do have something of the hmm, pragmatist about you. You couldn't have and uh, be... What of the well, pragmatist do I have about me? Have you looked at me? I am curious to hear this myself. Yeah, please explain. <laughs> we can lean together, we'll together and just look at you. It's the first moment of actual unity. Yeah, so like, please, tell us. 
said we're in this deteriorating pragmatist. Dying to hear, darling. You know how things work down here. You're young, you're not stupid. Thank you. you. You also know that your options currently are exceedingly limited. Wait till I tell Leah somebody proposed to me. <laughs> Looking out. <sighs> Sorry, I'll stop being more sensible in a moment. That's just just the nail on the head on the top of a really weird fucking day. <sighs> so, what you want is the estate, yeah? That would be helpful. I could just sign it off to you. Precisely. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking want it. We don't have to be married for that, do we? Actually, out of character clarification. Um, no, no, work. no, that would work if uh, provided you were Lady Rothenol. Mm -hmm. You you could do that. Technically, you could you could sell the whole thing for a gold piece. Doesn't matter, it'll be on fire anyway. <laughs> I Marriage oh. just then uh, lends its an air of legitimacy. You are aware how the families talk. Um, I mean, you could have you could have bought me dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> I just gesture at the sound. Would that have made a difference? Celestia's like losing it visibly <laughs> at the table, like like just <laughs> we only met four hours ago. Whew. You did ask me to be honest. <laughs> Fuck me. Don't. That's no. Oh shit. I can't marry you. Come on. I mean, if you, want, if you want to get married, I've got a spell for that. Oh god, you can marry us. <laughs> no. 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 Oh. Out of character. You don't say that in character. You're too serious no. in this character. Ah. <laughs> uh. Just, just, just giving you everything wouldn't do it. I'd have to actually marry you. Well, Sabnet Rothenol. You think that that sound nice? Did you? <laughs> it has a certain ring to it, although I don't oh. particularly relish the surname. Oh, Arachne's big if, fucking hairy legs. Someone's laughing at me, aren't they? If you could, um. As head of the house, sign it off to me, then I'm perfectly willing to settle for that. You can have every last fucking bit of it. I would rather eat my own shit than own that estate. As you wish. But, um, if we could do it without the big, the big wedding, <laughs> that would be really good. Whew, I, just... I can see that I've disturbed you, but consider. <laughs> I'm just... Just, yeah, I didn't think today could get any weirder, but that's fine. Never underestimate how weird days can get. <laughs> I mean, apparently not, according to you. We didn't even get down on one knee, you could have done it properly. <laughs> just My sibling was always the more romantic of us, as I think you've established. And surely, traditionally, that would be your role. Very true. I mean, it's very forward for you to ask me, darling. Uncouth. <laughs> Indeed, but um, what my sibling may not 
fully appreciate is that while in some regards they are correct, I am something of a traditionalist, I do also resent, rather, my position and would seek to better it. Wouldn't just having the wrath and all shit make you better? Wouldn't that be enough? Certainly. There are but... certain things I would do to it before it was yours. Fucking Ebengard's gone, I can tell you that shit. Also, there would be a clause in there uh, that you don't have any yeah, slaves. so you guys don't know about the Ebengard. That's the thing, okay. Because I wanted to clarify how <laughs> much about them we would know. You don't know about that. I'll up to you if you ask it, I guess. Yeah. Alright. Also, no slaves in that place, if you own it. It will be a contract, we will draw it up. No one there I... against their will. I can agree to that. Done. He... If we take down everybody else, it's yours. All of it. He Enjoy holds out land. his hand. I shake it. Firm handshake. I look forward to working with you. You feel a sort of... As the barge comes to a stop. Is this an expected stop? It's about the right time, yeah. Okay. Oh, we should... I'm going to say it's in character, actually, sorry. Uh, we should probably make it look like we're getting on less well than we are. If someone's going to come and get us. Hmm. Um, I, I... Is there anything, like, really obvious that I can knock over? There's the now empty bottle of... Uh, 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 of what? Of root wine? <laughs> um, bear with me. I throw the bottle of wine against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And just go, well, fuck this shit, and start walking out. Okay, you pull open the door, and standing right in front of the door is the small, pudgy, dark-skinned halfling woman with dyed golden-brown hair. She has... She's in the dark grey, high-ranking servant's uniform. uh, Has a a slightly lopsided smile, a cheerful smile on her face, and dead amber eyes. And she's holding a tray... With a with a uh, silver platter, okay. A series... Can I just as as Celestia's going uh, yeah. the door? No, stop, please. Come back. <laughs> and as the door uh, and she, <laughs> does she seem like she's scam going... you fucker? She's no, going... stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this halfling is standing there, and she's got a slightly lopsided smile and dead amber eyes, and a plate platter full of sandwiches and as she, as the door opens she immediately goes into a very appropriate servant uh, well high-ranking slaves bow honored masters lord adrin thought that you might enjoy the last of these sandwiches from the surface also i would like to tell you a joke what do you call two drow in a room together Company, what do you call three throw in a room together? Conspiracy. Mm. Please enjoy your sandwiches. Does she's... it look like she's overheard? Does she seem to have overheard anything? I mean, I'm... roll an insight check. Yeah. Can I do detect thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. Oh, I got a one. I want to detect thoughts on her, please. Mm. Go for it. You 
cast this uh, the spell. Thirteen for what it's worth. Hmm. Changed any of my spell markings? They're all still marked down from last time. Okay, thirteen, and what was yours? Um, oh, I got a one. A one. Yeah. <laughs> so another one. Uh, Sander. Uh, no, Sabna. Even. Uh, it's hard to tell. She has a knowing smile. Um, to her. And Celestia, you can hear her mind go. What have you been talking about? I wonder. Actually, Celestia, can you roll me a deception check, please? Yeah. For your, for your, for your natural twenty. Okay. Nice. Hmm. She her eyes roll around the room. Hmm. Perhaps a, uh, perhaps nothing. Best keep an eye regardless. She's silently just proffering the sandwiches. I push her roughly out of the way and storm off. She moves to the side, and you just hear her think, we will remember this. Mm, I kind of want to talk to Adrian. She sets down the sandwiches. takes a sandwich. <laughs> she inclines her head, smiles, leaves the sandwiches on the table, clears out the rest, uh, the, remain, the salad. What Wait. even is this? It is a sandwich. It is made from surface grains, honoured master, and it is uh, and it is spread with what they call jam, which is <laughs> a very sweet substance made with a great deal of sugar. Sorry, I've still not recovered from the marriage, and the jam's just like tipping me over the edge over here. There just... is also a thin spread of butter, which is made from a thicker milk than we uh, than you would than we get in the milkworms down so, here. What you're saying is we've been living on fucking jam sandwiches for days and being like, oh yeah, surface delicacies. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's also, there's also been some cucumber sandwiches. Oh god, it's funny. It's so yeah. funny. Last time Sabna had this. <laughs> yeah. And um, he... It's a raspberry jam sandwich with butter. He considers the for some time. Very agreeable. The Nashua bows and finishes clearing up before leaving. You head up to the top where you can see that the barge has made a uh, has stopped before a large stone fortress, another of the bastions. This one leading directly into the uh, this one just covering the canal access way. There are this one has a different design. Uh, one of the door there are a number again of. Um, portcullis doors here some are just uh, but one of uh, one set of them are simply a series of blades that run lengthways not top to bottom but side to side and you uh, and they are slowly winched backwards and you have and the ends are pointed and there is a definite sense of these are designed to just stab outwards mm-hmm. when needed uh there is also a crest over it a sort of a, a loose triangle with uh, actually a cricket motif on it and a stylized letter P. What you recognize as being the Pelion house, as House Pelion's crest. Do I know that? 
you know of them. They're not one of the forty families. There are they're a moderate level family, but they're they are notable simply for controlling the bas- this bastion that's close to the surface. Okay. Um, so we're not necessarily heading to theirs. We're like no. Just, it's this whole gates. cavern has been uh, has been there, and although you can see nearby uh, a an estate built into the cavern wall, sort of built uh, extended out from it with impressive stone colonnades uh, and a multiple tiered, well, frankly, mansion built uh, in a sort of stepped fashion. Nearby, you can see that cut into the side of the cavern walls are rows and rows and rows of galleries in which thick beds of largely grey or white or brown fungi are growing. Um, Large numbers of slaves dressed in simple, dull grey clothing spun from the the thicker, more fibrous fungi that you get down here, things like pigtails, which are suitable for turning into cloth, are moving... Uh, essentially buckets of waste and refuse and some of them are actually unloading them from the huge pile of excrement which is being shipped on the barge you've got to get the organic matter from somewhere poo barge but you do see in the distance the small a small pillar marked with an icon of a spider on it a sunken pit in front of it, and in little standing terraces around it, brilliant blue plants, like small, thick shrubs with dagger-shaped leaves, or like spear-blade-like leaves, that stick out like succulents. Just racked up one on top of the other on top of the other. The only flashes of colour amongst the greys and whites and browns. Each of which, again, are filtered through the dull blues of the light down here. And being red, so there are large sections of this which look... It, because of the blue, it comes across as a very dark, deep sort of scarlet. Mm. Uh, sorry, I said blue, didn't I? Not red. Sorry, being blue, uh, ble- being blue, it, it, com- it almost looks almost black. There's just a hint of blue to the coloration of the uh, of these leaves mm-hmm. stacked up, almost in like a little pyramid uh, around the pillar, apart from the front, which is cut away so that the icon can be seen. But. The no one few come out to greet you. Instead, there is just a short moment where the dwarf in charge, his beard uh, braided, wearing fine, fine, fine if practical clothing, bows his head before a actually a tiefling, red skinned with black curled horns, who emerges with uh, with a chest carried by some slaves behind him. Has a few quiet words with the dwarf who passes the tiefling several gold coin a stack of gold coins. Tiefling counts them, places them into the chest, and after an ex- a cursory examination of the barge and 
a bowed head of respect to each of the drow that he sees, waves to the bastion, and with a grinding, the uh, portcullises begin to rise. The towpath continues on in, and up ahead, as the beetle continues to drag you on at a slow pace, terribly slow, barely more than a mile, barely more than a mile an hour, but never ceasing, mm. almost always active. You, uh, you see, and actually, there's a point where actually, no, I take that back. This uh, the insect is actually taken off and goes into one of the lower barges, takes a rest at the back. And out from beneath one of the barges, in a in a covered area, a second scarab is brought out, harnessed to the front, and continues walking the towpath down. And the canal from here, there is no natural cavern. It is a square-cut, long tunnel filled with water. As we go into this enclosed tunnel, I kind of look up at it take a bit of a deep breath and just go back below somewhere. Mm. Marches on for a time, then pauses and as the uh, as it reaches the first lock and you feel the barge descend as the water level is lowered. The gates open, proceeds onwards. The gates close, the water levels descend. And the slow descent continues deeper into the Underdark. I curl up in a ball somewhere. Mm. While this is happening, can I have a look and see if I can find where they've uh, stored Celestia's things? And I would like to talk to Adrian if I... Okay. So Taking what... advantage of the fact that my sibling is talking to Adrian. Yes. So you... I'd like you to give me an investigation check, please. Me? Okay. Yes. Don't think we'd that hard. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a thirteen. Yeah, it's not hard. Um, they're not actually stored on this barge, though. You take the liberty of doing a little bit of a walk around, and you do notice that one of the group, the other male drow, not uh, the sh- uh, the shorter one with the Van Dyke, Lucan. Uh, has been sitting, has been taking a watch up on the uh, second barge, which is filled with grains and surface foodstuffs. But it doesn't take much. And And you kind of watch him for a little bit, unseen. And at one point, he goes down and he actually opens up a small hatch on there pulls out a um one of the uh, one of a series of packs rummages around in it and produces yeah i think he would produces a small brown brick and a pipe cuts a little off it <laughs> sprinkles it in Who's that? i witnessed this yeah lucan um, although you don't see this, only oh, yeah, uh, only uh, Tabnet sees this. Oh, okay. Light smokes lights up a little bit of Celestia's opium. Asshole. That's on me though, isn't it? 
Oh, no, it is on you, isn't it? Yeah, because okay, I've no, been smoking it, it. In which case, he reaches into the base and produces a... and manages to find uh, and finds some tobacco that he's... There's cleaned. also some really good whiskey in there, yeah. so there are, like... Okay. Uh, so, okay, in which case I'll say that he t- he reaches in, gets out one of the bottles of whiskey, quietly pours a small amount into a little tin cup he has. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's some really good whiskey in there. And sips it. Right. Can I, if I can't see where um, where the, the Gnomish Brandy is, can I uh, speak to him for a moment? Indeed. You right. easily hop over. He um, sips and looks over. Ah. I say to him, oh. to the victor could the spoils. I, oh, could I ask you to remind me, because I have not I have it written down somewhere, but I've forgotten it, uh, what your family name is again, please, uh, Tedman? Cormreath, or Cormreath. Comrade, thank you. Uh, let's make that a note that. So as you approach, he immediately he looks up and does a short a short bow. Uh-huh. I return. My it. lord, my lord Conrath. Uh, he looks at the drink for a moment, then sort of wipes the rim and offers it to you. Would you care for something? Thank. You know, I think I shall. It's not often that. Uh, we get to uh, enjoy such treasures down here, is it? Well, I uh, take a little, and I'm going to um, attempt to use my panache ability. Oh, yes. What is that? Oh. So, I believe you used to make a a charisma slash persuasion check, contested by the creature's wisdom insight check. A creature that is able to hear me, um, and the two of us must share a language. I'm assuming elvish in this sense. Okay. If I succeed on the check, it has uh, disadvantage on attack rolls to me, but also, if we're not actively in combat, it is charmed by me for a minute. Cool. Uh, because Lucan is a drow, he does yeah. have advantage on this save because it's a It's not thing. magic. It's not ma- Let me just check whether it works against its only magical charms or if it's all charm effects that drow, uh, the elves have a, uh, have a you, check. I'm just going to see how this one goes because uh, I'm tempted to go by rules he's written on this one. Um, just check. Here we go. Antigen saves against being charmed. Against being charmed. So I'm going to say that there's just a sort of natural resilience of willpower. Fair enough. Probably just from long life since, uh, and uh, and um, societal superiority complexes. <laughs> Fair enough. So I, he does have advantage on this, but make your make your check, please. All right. How I'm going to phrase this is. Um... So this is uh, uh, some rather nice stuff. Is there any uh, anything else that the uh, the prisoner had with them? Okay. I'm going to make a persuasion check. Okay, that is a... 13. They... Lucan... Smiles a little, but seems that after after the re, uh, rebuttal of your marriage offer downstairs, your your charms a little bit off today. <laughs> not quite as uh, not quite as much as it goes. Well, well, 
there's a few things, my lord. Um, although, her ladyship, he seems a little uncomfortable. I, I would prefer if you didn't refer to Lord Adrian's sister in that manner. He, she is still a lady, even if her brother has had to intervene to make sure she gets back to her place. I quite understand and meant no disrespect. I was intending to, um, well, forgive me if I'm misreading the situation, but uh, it seemed like... Um, uh, circumspection was the better part of valor here, and I didn't want to um, advertise exactly who we had on board. Ah, he sort of <laughs> he winces for a moment. Of course, forgive me, my lord. I've been used to travelling in a proofed vehicle for some time. <sighs> well. It's quite all right, and Lucy he indicates the um, uh, the drink. This is rather strong, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Do you know, as I understand it, this stuff you can actually you can actually get it down here if you go to the right places. He taps the side of his nose a little. I'm sure a person uh, such as yourself wouldn't know a thing about that, and I'm sure a person such as myself would be most interested to ask. Well, there's a... Uh, <clears throat> just between the pair of us, there is a very nice place. I know it's not terribly fashionable to be seen spending too much time down with the dwarves in or two, but um, there is a rather nice little bar there. And if you uh, if you know the uh, password, then they have a well a bar beneath the bar, and that's where they keep the good stuff. The and uh, just between you and me, um, what you want to do is I lean in conspiratorially. You want to you want to head to the Forge Master's daughter and uh, ask ask if you can see about uh, uh, go around the back and ask if you can uh, see about um, ordering a special piece from the silversmith. Ah. Uh, can I do a... Would it be a history check to see if I've heard of them? Yes. High DC, but go for it. Okay. That's a 16. Given your background... Yes. ...and what we discussed about what you've done, the name you've heard of, you've never met them... All right. Uh, you have interacted with some agents, largely dwarves, uh, of theirs, but you've never had right. a personal introduction. It would not... Okay. You, you also have not known where their likely base of operation is, so this is potentially some very useful news okay. for you. Mm -hmm. Sabinet is going to... and I'll happily roll for this, but he's going to um, do his best to keep an absolutely straight face with this information. Hmm. Uh, give me a deception check, actually. Okay. Just versus his passive insight. 
That is a 15. Yeah, he doesn't seem to notice any reaction from you. Right. That's excellent. Well, thank you very much. We're all chaps together. Yes. And I have don't to worry, say, safe with me. <laughs> he raises a hand. One moment. Uh, kneels down, opens up the hatch. As you say, all chaps together. Pulls out mm-hmm. one of the bottles. How many bottles do you have in there? I have. Let me double check. <laughs> I've got two bottles of whiskey. I've got one bottle of wine. I have with a witch's brew. <laughs> and I obviously... Oh, that, that dodgy shit. And I obviously also have um, my damaged brandy. Okay. Um, so This is Celestia. Ask me how much booze I have. Yeah. Like, a lot. He looks down <laughs> and goes... And uh, he, pull, and he looks at, pulls out a couple of bottles and goes... All right, if anyone asks, say it was the dwarf. We'll say it was the dwarf. Of course. Anyone pick your fancy? You see, you see, Would I be able to pick out which one is the... Uh, the you can I see mean, there's a, You can see a bunch of different bottles, uh, and one of them is a very tiny bottle, which is not right. labelled. But um, it does have a curious bluish-purple liquid in it. I'll have the small one. It's more dwarf-sized. Roll a persuasion check. Okay. That is a... Oh, that's a 12. Oof. Thanks for a moment. You can see he kind of looks at it quite longingly himself. Well, I'll happily um, uh, share a wee snufter with you if that'll sweeten the deal. All right. I'm willing to do. I'm willing to take you up on that. Uh, sure, why not? Takes a bit out, and there's not much. There's not much. There's like a there's two mouthfuls, and he has one of the mouthfuls in front of you. I also don't need much, but yeah, you only need you a drop at a time, yeah. and he's a. Mm, and passes the bottle over to you. I will um, put it to my lips, knock my head back, make a gulping motion, and then uh, put it back. I'll have like a tiny little um, rim around my lips where it is touched, but I will not have actually taken any into my mouth. Mm. Give me a slight hand check. Okay. That is a... Instead of drinking it and come back higher shit like 10 minutes <laughs> 21. later. 21. <laughs> oh yeah, you you, part, you you drink it and then palm the bottle. He slips, and it's gone. He slips the rest of them back in, closes up the uh, hatch. Also, I'm going to watch very carefully when he takes a, uh, a swig and gauge his reaction to what mine should be. Mm, so when he drinks it, there's a sort of... Mm, a slight wince and burn of strong alcohol. And there's just a moment where you see his pupils dilate a little and he blinks a couple of times. Mm. Oh, it's a little bit like you've (laughs) just gone up to the surface for the first time. Really? What's Mm. that like? 
bright. Have you ever looked straight into one of the into straight into a forge? Yes. Imagine it about ten times brighter than that. I oh. he reaches into because uh, unlike the others, uh, unlike the non-drow who is who have changed into servants' uniforms, and Varys who's changed into an armored one, Lucan is dressed in a classical doublet. Uh, uh, black silk doublet and hose with okay. a dull grey uh, shirt um, not just not unlike uh, not un- in, like Star Wars not unlike your own um, and he kind of reaches into the doublet and pr- pulls out a pair of smoked spectacles if you get the, get the chance make sure to invest in one of these they will I make shall. your life a lot easier Arachne's fangs, that sounds unpleasant. Mm, no, it is. But I have to tell you, the food and the drink is fantastic up there. I've been having sandwiches downstairs. <laughs> oh, I love sandwiches. They are the best. There's um, certainly you, a lot to be said for them. It's actually, do you know, it's actually the name... Of a place in Halfland. Really? Yes, we went there to kill an old woman, and and she actually had a plate of sandwiches. So you feasted on sandwiches in in sandwich. sandwich. (laughs) 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 Oh, what strange customs they have! I know, right? You wouldn't catch us eating an O2, would you? <laughs> oh, no. Well, not twice. <laughs> although, although, of course, uh, there's certainly been plenty of times we've caught O2 eating us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a Oh, you're a cad. <laughs> oh, sorry, I should, I should get back to, uh, to duty. Yes, quite, uh, quite. Uh, thank uh, It's uh, always a pleasure, Lord Comrade. <laughs> Likewise, Lucan. I bow and <laughs> retreat. <laughs> Should have married him. Should have married him. <laughs> Mr. Good at her. getting flirty in this bitch over here. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh, God. Oh, I love him. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm still recovering. Do carry on. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing something stupid. Oh, you're that doing was, something stupid. That was perfectly sensible, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You head down uh, to Adrian's chambers, uh, Sander, and you can uh, and, there, and give the knock. There is a pause. Come in. I will go in. You open the door. In the. What you sense are probably when there aren't passengers on board, the dwarf barge master's own chambers, uh, which are the widest apart, the largest be after Celestia's. You can see that Adrin, who is changed in back into again a classical doublet and hose setup, seems to be looking over a series of papers spread out on a desk in front of him 
nearby you can see the you can see the wiry ginger head form of Manfred, the other halfling, who is standing by uh, in servants' clothes and occasionally handing Adrian papers. He at the mo as you enter, Adrian stands and immediately bows. I bow appropriately, whatever that is. Which is slightly less than him, because you outrank him as uh, as a cleric. And he addresses you. Cleric Sander. Lord Adrian. To what do I owe, uh, owe the pleasure? I wish to thank you personally for the sandwiches. It was a generous thought. He inclines his head. The... I've, I find that... Jam, as they like to call it, is a classic sandwich to start off with. Next time I go to the surface... Fucking gateway and... sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gateway time... sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, time, next, time I may, uh, next time on the surface, I will endeavour to bring back some chutneys. How thoughtful of you. Oh, I'm fine. Carry on. <laughs> I'm sure you will have heard that your sister graced me with her presence this afternoon. He inclines his head. I did not wish to keep our conversation from you. I know you have only her best interests at heart. I think there is progress to be made with her. I mean, we conversed for... Almost an hour before she became violent. Adrian waits. She does not have much positive to say about you, I'm afraid. She is family. Of course. I'm sure you believe she has a destiny to fulfil, as I do. We all have our roles to fill. And I believe I can aid her on that path. If she will see reason. Before we make our way to the city, It would be best if she would adopt a more acceptable manner of clothing. We will need to pay a visit to the Carnilla house, to House Carnilla, once we reach the far end of these locks in order to gain access to the webways. They will expect a visit and a formal luncheon. We, I will do my best to cover for my sister if she embarrasses herself. I'm but sure. Intercessor Sovrina has given direct orders to bring her to the temple 
orders which I have no doubt she sent to you to ensure I carry out. Of course, and that is my intention. It would be very dangerous for my sister to arrive in the temple in her current dress and manner. I understand that. And I think with time she could be persuaded. We have... He glances down at his papers for a moment, runs his fingers along. Six days. Six days. We'll be in this canal for the next two of them. So there will be time. But I would prefer not to have the honour of volunteering my sister for the High Holy Day festivals. So I would very much consider it a small personal favour if you could convince her to behave appropriately when she speaks and comes to visit the intercessor. Of course. It will mean monopolising her time. I'm sure you have a lot to catch up on. I would... Somehow I think my dear sister will not miss the opportunity to catch up with me. I will also require the presence of my brother. I am not trained in ways of combat, and your sister, as has been noted, is dangerous. My brother offers me a feeling of security. I hope you can understand that. Be cautious. The reports I was able to gather indicate that she is able to use, in a pinch her voice, mm. often instruments, as a means of focusing her magic. That is interesting. Do not allow her to sing. She has a has displayed a marked ability to place suggestions or compulsions on the minds of others. My brother is a simple creature, but he is not susceptible to that sort of thing. In a way, his simplicity serves him there. Adrian inclines his head. Such a brick. Such a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sam. <laughs> yes, fine. <laughs> well, I will not take more of your time. I merely wish to reassure you that progress can be made. There is a moment where Adrian opens his mouth and then closes it again. How suspicious of me is he? Roll an insight. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. 
<laughs> Adrin is very difficult to read. Of course he is. Yeah. I've rolled so badly tonight. So bad that you've had so many ones. Yeah. I mean, I've rolled well enough that I don't trust what I see. <laughs> but I door, don't know what that means. Uh, as you... Uh, Adrin gives you another... Low, uh, another sort of mid-level bow, and as the as you turn and open the door behind you again, you see the smiling form of Nashua, who does an appropriately low bow. A uh, bow. Cleric, honoured cleric. Mm. I'm just stony faced. I give us nod, but I'm leaving. The crimson spider on her shoulder watches you as you go past. Golden spiders crawl up and down my arm, slightly agitated. She steps into the room and closes the door behind her. <laughs> Meanwhile. Are we switching back? I think it's time for us mm. to return. I need to make a note of something I want to do next to time. The Where the spell. hell's the name of that spell? <laughs> Not that one. Turning the character sheet over. The sun crests down on the 25th of first shoots. You are now, as the light grows low enough, you have spent some of the day sleeping. Some of it resting, eating, recovering, and readying yourself. Leah has spent a certain amount of it quietly in the corner of the cottage. In that sort of position where you sit with your knees again, knees up by your chest and your arms folded and your head down in your arms. Oh dear. Does Corzin notice this? Oh yeah, she's she's not subtle about it. Right. When the opportunity presents itself, he will go over. But continue. He, she glances up as your approach. Corzin. Uh, Corzin opens uh, one of the uh, bottles of wine he has with him. Um, takes a swig and uh, hands it uh, to her and says she sent to me as well <laughs> she takes the bottle and make, takes a swig from it herself <laughs> did she uh, <sighs> did she tell you to tell me to run away She told me specifically to tell you to run away, but I told her that there is absolutely no mileage in that. Good, because I know she means well. If you had, I can't honestly say I wouldn't be tempted to say the same thing in her uh, position, but I mean, the, the saints know that. We'd never forgive ourselves, any of us, if we didn't do what we're doing. No, we wouldn't. Just... 
be careful because it is cold and dark and still down there and and the roof is always over you and it presses down yeah well and you don't I'm, appreciate the sky until it's gone well look I don't know how much um, comfort or um, help I can be in terms of uh, of what you've been through down there but we've all been through some and this is putting it mildly some pretty serious shit even in just the last 24 hours <sighs> we've got to do as right by each other as we possibly can and we've got to be there for each other no you're you're right like you said, that place, it seems to do things to people. I've, I've seen ex-slaves before. Hopefully at least, and he gestures to the arm, that won't immediately give you away. <laughs> she sort of, kind of squeezes it and winces a little. No. Well, given given everything that has happened I don't expect you to be alright but are you are you going to be able to uh, uh, to move when we need to yes of course of course Right. I survived down there for a year. I can. I can we're not going to be down there for anything like that. No, we're not. No, we're not. No. I'd rather die. And if it comes to that, well, we're all getting out of there. She nods. Sir. Yeah, it's a real relief to have his camp. Yeah. I think, um... I think we're all relieved to have scamp, to be honest. <laughs> Is someone talking about me? <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, was it you? Oh, that's Yeah, nice. about you, not to you. <laughs> no, well, on, you well, I guess we're all fucking awake now, aren't we? <laughs> morning. Uh, Good morning. Good evening. Evening. <laughs> oh, shit. My sleep cycle's oh, no. fucked. We're sleeping at the wrong times. What if Celestia wants to visit? Don't worry. It was one thing, actually. Um, Down there, you, the days don't work the same way. So Where it's she even is harder. What do you mean, what if she wants to visit? Um, Celestia... <laughs> well, she sent to me last night. Oh, right. What Where she, she is currently, she's not sanctumed. So we can, for the moment at least, get a clear line of communication between the two of us. We should scry. She no? That's certainly she a good idea. To me. No, I think she only possibly had um, 
It's fine. I don't. I don't mind. <sighs> Look, it's if what I have learned about Celestia in the time that I've known her is any indication, it was um, both a reckless and dangerous thing that she was doing. But that's exactly why um, we we know what we know now. Really, though, I could scry on her. If she's not sanctioned, now would feel like the time. Yeah. Perhaps if you can describe the place where she is, Leah, would you have any idea um, uh, if they're taking anything like the uh, the means by which you got out? Maybe, yes. I mean, I got out because I was put onto a barge and then shipped up river with a bunch of other slaves. But, yes. Yeah. That's something. If you can describe where uh, where she is, maybe we can uh, get an idea on what route they're taking and head them off. Okay. okay. Yeah. It is my uh, it is my firm plan and hope that we shall be able to head them off before they get to Utu. That would be helpful. Also, it minimizes our time underground. Did you say hello to me in the message? Nia looks up. Yes. Did she send to you too? Well, of course she would have sent. Uh, she would have mentioned you, right, cousin? Yeah. She wanted to know if all of us were safe. Okay. Is she okay? She misses us all. It's. I I don't think okay is perhaps the uh, the right word, but she is alive. She's unharmed, as far as I can tell. Um under guard and still under suggestion not to try and escape. Okay. That's something we may have to deal with when we get there. But that's for when we get there. Well, suggestions can be broken. I can help you with that. I would be uh, most grateful for it. But yeah. Scamp, yes. important thing to remember here. Celestia is concerned for us. I don't know what awaits uh, us down there, but whatever it is, it scares her. And... Yeah. She, against all reason, wants us to try and be safe. We're not good at that. No, we're not. I got got by a dragon yesterday, right here. That'll be something to um, oh, uh, to tell people. Bit. Here, let me have a look at that. It's and, um, fine. I'm somebody fine. should have a look at that. I'm fine. Seriously. No, Corson is going to say, "No, come, come on, come on. I, I, I've helped you out with this sort of thing before. It, it, it's, it doesn't look particularly bad, but you don't want that thing getting infected. You want to die of infection before you can find your friend? You're very boring." She's also, unfortunately, in this situation, absolutely correct, Scamp, and I think you know it. Ugh, I'm no fun. I don't let people die of infections. How Don't dull. worry, it's been my job for the last... Oh. Anyway, Scamp, let me have a look. You lift up the bit of your shirt, uh, which is covering over where the, the scar slash on is. The, the um, cut isn't bleeding, but there are black 
lines going outwards from it. Fuck me, what did it do to okay, you? Okay, it might have been slightly worse than I said. But we it had could to keep breeze moving. poison. We didn't have to keep moving all night when we'd stopped. You could have said this last night. Oh, I hold on, hold on. I was Fuck me, have I got anything that can help you with poison? Hang oh, on, I think yeah, I, I, got, yeah, yeah. I think I got something. And uh, Coulson sort of uh, cracks his knuckles slightly and... Um, he, I start flicking uh, through my spellbook in character, which is yeah. also what I'm doing in real life. Closes his eyes, concentrates, and the, um, uh, the ambivalent octopus comes off his uh, shoulder, goes down to the wound, and he's going to cast um, Lesser Restoration. The God, someone else something I've got fucking it's, uh, it suckers over the uh, over the wound. No one else can see this now. That's weird. And just yeah, indeed. To, the, the, to, every, to everyone else, you see what the black veins just sink in, just drain inwards and disappear. Remind me to stay friends with you if I'm ever poisoned. You've got your friend Scamp. I've got mine. Yeah, you fr- uh, Scamp. You. You kind of have this weird sort of warm sensation and it's as if a very low fever that you didn't even realise was coming on has passed. Well, I feel uh, let me just better. dress this. I'm fine. I know, I know. Gotta go find Shut up, dinner. let the doctor do his thing. Honestly, I've had some patience in my time, but come on. I'm going to uh, scry while you're doing this. I, <laughs> he's just going to yeah. suture it and put a bandage around. Ow! <laughs> Oksana, you... Yeah, I open up the suitcase. The I wanted to make sure that they were yeah. done before I no. talked over it, because I didn't know if you had anything else that you wanted to say. No, no, it's fine. Do we have anything of Celestia's that we could help, uh, that we could give her in order to... That's on you guys. I have no, no idea if you do. Oh, um, ah, uh, hmm. trying to think what I have. Uh, there yeah. is a thing. Nah, no, oh. no, it, it's not Celestia specifically. Celestia. <laughs> also, I Celestia, have a risque nun's no, Celest- habit. <laughs> no, Celestia has has, has the handkerchief, I believe. Ah. It's fine. I've got a risque nun's habit. Oh, there is though something there. Um, uh, but does she still yeah, have it? That's she, up to you. So I don't Leah know if she takes for a moment. One moment. And she reaches down into her shirt and tugs on something. And you can see there's a little bit of a sewn patch which comes loose. Oh no. And unfold, opening it up. There is, it's like a little leather bracelet, and on the end of it, there is a little, it's like a little half of a moon, uh, 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 of a, it's like a little half coin type icon, and um, it has depicted, I think it was de- is depicted in black onyx and silver, a little a little sort of crescent moon. It's desert, and you can see that it's just—it's just enough. It's like it's a half a coin. It's enough that you can see the the moon. Depicted. It's also a bit shit, and it looks homemade. Yeah, like mm. that's an important mm. part of the yeah. image. It's not very good. It's not very well done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's better. And I put the nun's habit back on. <laughs> 
Uh, excuse me, I have I'm questions. I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> it's made of bright crimson horsehair. No one, no one going to explain this to me. Nope. Anyone? Okay. Cool. That, that's um, I, I that, that's a uh, a story that's going to take a fair amount of explaining when we're not kind of pressed for time. Um, but we I might need some vodka for that story. <laughs> yes, quite probably, or something stronger. We should all have something of the others in case we need to scry. Practical. Yeah. All right, and uh, causing uh, pulls a tuft of his hair out, um, oh. ties it in a knot. <laughs> oh. and then, just pulls it out or cuts it off? Oh. No, just pulls it. Oh! Leah awkwardly removes a few strands of her own hair. Ow! Ow. I like. Ow! And ties The it end up. of the long braid. Yeah. Like, I just, like, cut a very tiny, tiny bit off the end and just put mm. it in a handkerchief. I go in my bag where I have a small pouch containing all my hair from that time it fell out. <laughs> oh, Anyone going true. to explain this to me? No? Their hair fell out one time. It happens. That's not a thing. It's a tiefling thing? No, it's not. No, it's not. Have some hair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Like <laughs> you still have it, you fucking yeah. weirdo. <laughs> you now all have samples of each other's if hair. If it happened twice, I think I would have kept it. <laughs> okay, can I borrow that then? I say to Leah. I'll give it yes. back. Yes, yes, okay. Thank she you. gingerly hands it and you just sort of snatch it out of her hand. I'm not as careful as she yeah. wants me to be. Yeah. Mm. Okay, how do we do this? So I opened up the suitcase. Um, in there, I guess there's a big old mirror. There's like a large central, it's like a mirrored bowl, and then there's a lot of ancillary pieces of metal, yeah. tubes, bits of glass. Okay, this is bullshit. I take out all the metal that's <laughs> in the kit, like, and put mm. it all in a pile to the side and just, like, move it. And then I take off various bits from the shoulder pauldron and the arm brace and use my own stuff, basically. Okay. Uh, put it in various parts around the bowl. Um, and after a while, again, um, as always with Oksana's magic, they glow up like they're sort of red hot. And I look into it. And what do I see? Okay. So you've kind of arranged this, that in the centre of these connected pieces is the little token. And once you've established the connection you kind of filter into it initially you're just you just get the weird haze of light mm -hmm. that is the default scrying it's almost it's almost like static uh i guess he, like as it gets more specific i'm moving bits yeah you just kind of stop moving pieces it's muttering to myself under my breath the flickering lights the the warm glow starts changing into flickering images but it's like it's cycling through, not not even cycling, but simultaneously showing about about twenty or thirty different images. And as you're adjusting it, tweaking, the number of images start to go less and less and become more and more concrete. And until eventually, it sharpens into a single image. Okay, I've got her. The rest of you just see a soft glow coming from the bowl. Jeffrey, don't touch it. <laughs> um, but Oksana, you can see a... She'd move around a little bit, that pops possibly. Would she be in, the, in her room the entire time? Or... Is it like now? Like, what are we talking? This is like half a day later. 
after the last time we were talking. Uh, we um, it depends if anything's happened. Um, in that t- is, tunnel, probably not. She's pacing in her room okay. restlessly. Um, you see, like excess energy. Yeah. You see the yeah. yeah. You see the uncomfortable form of Celestia Stardust pacing about in a rather lux- Rune's on her knuckle lux- as though she's whacked a wall at some point. Yeah, there's a slightly in a slightly luxuriant cabin um, of some sort. There is an untouched small plate of sandwiches. <laughs> She's, she's not eating anything. Just like any random small activity she can find is just like moving around and looking mm. a bit frenetic. But. Okay, she's in a cabin. Uh, looks restless. Is that a fucking codpiece she's wearing? <laughs> yes, she wears that. Okay, well, I've got her. That's the good news. Um... She looks okay. Bruise on her hand. Maybe she hit someone. Or something. What kind of cabin? A nice one. Expensive. But uh, what kind of boat? Can you tell? Can I tell anything? You like... kind of study the bits of the rooms that you can see through this lens. You kind of tweak it so that the point of view moves a little bit. Uh, it's quite constrained, but you can sort of adjust where you're looking. It's hard to tell. It looks quite narrow. You want to say some sort of narrow boat. There is a porthole, and the side of the porthole is just showing what appears to be uh, greyish stone. It's hard to make out fine detail because there's only a little bit of light coming from the uh, glow caps. But you do see, but as you watch over the 10 minutes that it's there, you can see it go. The, the passage of the stone looks like. That whatever ship it is is going forwards, pauses for for about three minutes, and then start. It uh, pauses for about two minutes, and then slowly starts to go. Like the stone seems to go upwards, as if the vehicle is going. Could down. I put that together and realize that that's a lot? Yeah, because like, canals are a thing that, yeah, on the surface, can, aren't they? Yeah, you can work that out. Okay, it's a canal. Um, there are locks. They're going down. If that makes any sense? Um, it's a small boat, maybe a narrow boat. Like a canal yeah. boat. It's, it's not Does a that big check cabin. Out? That would make sense. There's uh, the dwarves run a lot of canals through the Underdark. It's probably one of the best ways to get around uh, early on. They're not. Okay, yeah. They don't move fast, but if they've got, but what they usually do is they'll have a couple of um, different uh, beasts of burden to pull them, and then they'll alternate between them, so they oh, can right. keep going twenty four hours a day. All I can see out the window is stone, so small tunnel. Some of the right. some of the canals are own when they're connecting between natural tunnels. They're only they're only wide enough to. Um, she saw this. They're only wide enough to accommodate the canal. The roofs can be quite low, and if there's a lot of you and you get packed onto the surface as well to maximize cargo storage, then. Corson puts a hand on uh, her shoulder, just comforting, not you know, sque- uh, squeezing or anything, but just like Some, you're here. Sometimes you have to kneel, kneel down if you can manage to get the space, because the the canals are built for dwarves. You're still in the room. She reaches up and squeezes Corson's hand. 
right? Uh, his yes, food is yes. back. Okay, yes. Would you like some chocolate? Chocolate's good. Okay, Cho- chocolate. Chocolate's good. Takes the Distract bowl of chocolate yourself. and just starts. Good call, Scamp. Good It'll call. Help. Just starts drinking to ho- uh, uh, chocolate from the bowl. All right. Mm. If they're limited by, um, well, if they're on a uh, a lock system, they're as uh, limited as um, how fast the uh, the water is flowing. Yeah. How fast Canal does the water flow? travel? It's not fast. Yeah. But it doesn't right. tend to be flowing water, is it? It's so, no. What I'm saying is, it is it the same as how it works on the surface? Oh, as in going up? Yeah. Um, there, there are. No idea. There is a there is a current. It's very weak. Most most travel needs to be by towpath. But, oh, so it's right. by something by how much water can get in and out of the yes, of the locks. yes. That's, there is. They, the they, they um the dwarves, they have cisterns so that they can build that up over time but but there but there is a yeah they if if, if you've got if you're doing vertical travel it's it's based on how fast the locks can move right okay that's, is, that's is there a one-way system or do both they're, they're two ways the, the the locks are usually paired so it's not going down to, fast if that helps but you might have to wait for other boats yes exactly that could slow them that's useful to know well they're well they're if they're yeah the canals aren't they're, they're great for moving a lot of c- cargo, but then... the point is we can move faster up yes, here. You don't, we yes, don't yes, yes, we can move faster come up back here. Come to here. We don't need that yeah, information. We can move faster up here. Yeah, you need to stop talking about that now. It's not doing you any good. Drink some more chocolate. I'm gonna just put Jeffrey on her lap. <laughs> Jeffrey starts stealing some of the chocolate. Leah, Jeffrey, no. Tell me. <laughs> Can you tell me about um, where you grew up in Tyre? Um, yeah, I uh, grew up just outside the the the, the city, actually. Um, All right. <laughs> um, now I've only been to ports in Tyre, so I'm not really um, uh, uh, too familiar with it. But um, I've been to Tyre. Uh, I might have done. Just roll me a history check on the off chance. I'm curious if you have. Ah <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you've never you've never been to Tyre proper. Yeah, I rolled like a six. So. She smiles. Yeah, it's um. No, it's uh. I mean, you know, there's the there's the various states around it, but um. Tyre itself, uh. I mean, it's a little bit far in, but it, the, the, some of the outer bits are like they do service ship traffic. Uh, Is it pretty there? Oh, it's beautiful. The um. Heard good things about towers. Yes, the rooftops. There was a fashion um, a few hundred years ago when it was the heart of, of the glassmaking industry. They, the, the, um, it was um, the, the, over in one of the states, uh, the, the town of um, Border, uh, back before it, Back when it was a, a a big sort of naval power, they they fi- they they were the first people to really figure out how to do uh, mirrored glass with lead backings. Oh, clever! I'd um, like to go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they 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 were really they were really jealous of their um, crafts of their craftsmen, um, and they would apparently I heard they would actually try and kill craftsmen who left. Um, uh. But a but a couple of dwarves made it, uh, fled to Tyre and managed to get out there without being killed. And they and they spread the uh, 
trick over there and and the the the, the, the uh, I think it was a holy father at that time um, had some sort of disagreement going on with border and they decided to do a, a, a sort of raised middle artistic middle finger to them oh. uh, so they decreed that um, they decreed that all of the church roofs would be covered in mirrors um, and then it started a fashion and, and everyone else started uh, covering them in mirrors and it's actually really hard to clean at times when it rains a lot uh, but uh, but there's a whole sections of the inner city where if you catch it at the right time of the day they are all glow gold with the sunlight reflected off them that sounds pretty Let's go there when we get Celestia back. Yeah. She's still pacing. I I'm assuming my spell hasn't ended because it hasn't been yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's a pacing. Thing. That's a thing we'll do. Yeah. We should get moving. I'll start making some horses. I'm sure they can't see anything else useful here. She's in a nice room. There are sandwiches. She looks All right. agitated but not injured. I was going to say, what is she actually doing? Just pacing? Yeah. Like, I would be in her position too. All right. She looks. um, I'd have left. (laughs) She looks rattled. Oh yeah. That's fair. Upset, maybe. Absolutely fair. Uh I mean, if it weren't for the suggestion, I'm sure she'd have definitely tried by now. Yeah. Yeah, suggestions are. It's a bastard. Yeah. Especially if they word it correctly. Hmm. I mean. If they've just said, don't try and escape, that covers a lot. She probably can't even say where she is. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Sending, I suppose, isn't technically trying to escape, but if she tells you where she is, that's part of an escape plan. Hmm. I can send to her if you want, but I don't know what would be useful. That might be useful, but maybe, um, maybe wait until we have something of greater import to tell her. Yeah, that's fair. She know. knows that we're all alive, we're all um, together. Yeah, I mean, you say you had messages from her recently. And that we miss I her, don't. and she misses us. All of us. I'm sure she had her reasons for not messaging. We should get moving. Didn't she send to you the other day? Yes, yeah. that was ages ago. And her brother was there. She may be limited in what she can get away with. I don't imagine that she's um, alone the whole time she's there. Okay. No, she's alone right now. But yeah. I would guess there's a guard. They wouldn't be stupid enough to leave her properly alone. No. Probably somebody outside the door. Right. There's one horse. I'll make another. We'll get going. Good, good. Great. Do we need to be... Invisible or, you know, telepathic or anything like that. Let's just be stealthy for okay. now. Okay. For now, yeah. With the oncoming of night and your two dark green horses, <laughs> you begin riding out. Can I have one last stealth check from all of you, please? Yep. Just straight checks. Natural 20. Oh, oh I did it at advantage because I was used to advantage. Uh, that's uh, uh, It's not advantage for being the cloak, is it? Is there no. something disadvantaging me? No, but it, it drops their passive perception by five. That's a 13 well, I get advantage on 
Yes, but, 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 the, but this the is the, the disadvantage is from the aerial loot groups and you guys moving quickly. Uh, and I will have to re-roll that. It's just a straight. I'm used to rolling at advantage. I don't think about it. Uh, still Not decent. Um, 23. I got an 8 um, because no matter what character I'm playing, <laughs> I can't roll stealth. Uh, so yeah, that happened. Okay. However, collectively, you manage to keep together and keep and keep moving quickly and quietly. You ride north through the darkness and make good time. Eventually, you find yourselves coming together at the... uh, uh, approaching a distant town. The town in which there are a large number of... uh, Bird, uh, there are occasionally birds flying into and out of, but at one point, as you're riding by, a much larger shape, still seeming small for its distance, flies overhead, and you see the just as a shadow in the night, barely reflected by the moonlight, the at uh, the wide, vast form of the green dragon. Yeah. <laughs> dropping down into Lisieux. However, you ride around and away from this most obvi- from this elaborate uh, occupied settlement because you have no reason to go directly into it and instead make your way towards Etrangle. As you get to the woods, you are forced to dismount following as they as well there uh, there is a, uh, there is both a road that leads in which i guess you could take but which is heavily patrolled however you are able on foot to make your way a little bit more slowly but not losing significant amounts of time through the woods i don't like woods why don't you like woods celestia always says there's nothing good in woods how many woods celestia you and yourself to be fair had have had a number of bad experiences. You get elk in woods. Elk are fine. Elk are the worst. Did you have a bad elk experience? Yes. We had to eat it for a month. Oh no, that'll turn you off. Yeah, fair. That's a long time. Was there anything else? Just elk? Uh, Very little else. Fairies. And armies of the undead. Um, (laughs) A thing with... That you had to sing or it would eat your lungs. Um, you ever um, <laughs> been to the... These things where you sum them up, the, the, the months later you just go, ha! Big old cat <laughs> wanted to kill everyone. Um, oh, I thought being a soldier was eventful. A uh, pit full of evil furniture. You're from um, Meadmere. You've heard stories about the great forest of Meadmere, I'm sure. Yes. Not heard many stories about people coming out. No, well, you're looking at uh, a couple of people that did. I give you a salute. I return it. It's easy, we just walked. For the most part, yeah. Wow. Could you not fly then? We had a guide, thankfully. Can't fly all day. No. Who guided you through the forest of Meadmere? Somebody who... Knew their way. No one knows the way through the forest of Meadmere. That's why it's the great forest of Meadmere. 
That's the point. You get oh, lost, you die of exposure, you get eaten by something. Little fat things as well. Oh no. Forests oh. are awful. <laughs> I lived near a forest growing up, it was fine. My yeah. father spent a lot of time in there and nothing terrible happened. I mean, some weird things happen, but mostly, most is pretty good. That was an okay forest. With a few notable exceptions, most of the time in forests, the things that are uh, there are far more afraid of you than you are of them. It's like my father said. Your father nice was a wise forests. man, I'm sure. Yes, he is. Actually. I hope he doesn't get got by an elk. <laughs> I'd like to see the elk try. Oh. <laughs> How are well, There are hardly in? people in Meadmere. You, you know, you, uh, we stopped off there. Hmm. Yeah. As you've been quietly talking, you've been making your way towards the town. And the town of Etrangla is... It's very much one of those towns which is cut off in a way from much of the rest of the world. More a collection of... Uh, it is a true town. It's not, it's not just a village. There are, there are probably a couple of thousand people living here normally. Although the population has been temporarily swelled by the garrison that has occupied it. But there are a large number of log cabins arranged through simple streets, and you can see that this is very much the centre of the local timber cutting operations. There are large sections of cleared forest and places where the forest is more carefully managed, and there are heavy wagon, uh, uh, sort of dirt, packed dirt roads where wagons with logs can be uh, draw, uh, can come in from the various. Uh, wood-cutting villages living beyond, or indeed furs from the fur-trapping operations. At the moment, however, there are a large number of troops in burgundy uniforms, oh. as a Wendish garrison has taken control. They seem to be using it primarily... As you, as you watch the troops marching around, you get the feeling that this is being used as a supply depot, mm -hmm. for the most part. And uh, this is the... Place that we're looking yes, for. there are a lot that you can see wagons being brought in and out, being used to uh, either unloading goods, um, munitions, or food, or indeed picking them up and moving them onwards out towards where the front will be. The a lot of the troops are off duty on their appearance. It seems like this is a place where uh, soldiers being sent to rest and recover, uh, recover. And it looks like, and you can actually see that what passes for a town hall seems to have been converted into some sort of uh, hospital of sorts, where large numbers of wounded soldiers are being moved into. Uh, there are a number of warehouses here it's hard to tell from the outside of town which one is the one you're looking for. Mm. And there are a large, and there are a few hundred soldiers moving about. Aww, well, bulls. We're going to want to give them a wide berth if we can. Yes. 
Um, it can't be seen by them because you might have all the papers. No, you're an but, enemy um, combatant, as far as they're mm-hmm. concerned. Yeah, yeah. I'm an enemy commandant. So, that too. There are a handful of non-uniformed people as well who seem to have been who seem to either be doing the best they can with the occupation and just getting on with their lives, or have been pressed into fetching and carrying and cooking and provide and providing various menial roles for the soldiers. If we can get in, we might be all right. Yeah, there that was what I was thinking. Aren't soldiers. That's true. I mean, you look a little bit soldier. I look like an army mage, let's be honest. Can you do anything about that? Hang on. Probably, if you give me a few minutes. Again, I look through my spell book. Yeah, I can disguise myself if you give me like a minute to change a spell over. A minute isn't going to make much difference. This is actually a thing I do need to check. Um, I believe it takes as many minutes as the level of the spell Yes, I need spell. to double check whether you can do that at any time or just in a short rest because this might be a thing that we did in the in the old campaign. Oh, I thought it was any time been... but please do check. I want to check this just to get this right because that might have because <laughs> uh, that might have been a that might have been a thing we did in the old campaign and were wrong about. Uh, you change your list of prepared spells when you finish a long rest. Uh, preparing a new list requires t- time spent, including at least one minute per spell level for each spell in your list. I will. Yeah, at least one minute per spell level. That's fine. Um, but I think that... I think it's the wording. Unfortunately, is the problem is that you change it when you finish a long rest. Um... I may allow a house rule to do it on a short rest, though. If you guys want to camp up for an hour, though. Can do. I mean, or we've not actually. I know we have left now, haven't we? Um, I mean, you've left, but if you want to say that you prepared it in the morning, like I didn't, though. No, you didn't. Uh, I will say though, up that to if, you. Yeah, what I'll say sure. Like? Because I read it like you could just change it, but um, I could be absolutely wrong. No, I think the wording, unfortunately, that that's fairly straightforward. I will allow a house rule though, because this is the first time in the podcast we've had characters who can prepare spells, yeah. so we've yeah, never yeah, run into this yeah. before. Yeah. Um, if you'd rather I couldn't, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the house rule. You just need to be... You guys... Yeah, if we are taking the rule of long rest, I will say that I did it this morning, though, because I did not as a player understand that, if that's okay yeah. with you. So up to you. Like I might take the rule as long rest, but say that you can, because that is a thing. Because I that's, did, I yeah, because that is, that as a player, we, we didn't... Yeah, because but that's something which you... Yeah, but which you could have had the chance... If you if you had known, you could have had the chance to change I would it. have so, done it if I'd known. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you change that over there. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. So we'll say, but, um, we'll say you did. So long rest or short rest, what are we it's saying? It's long rest, Long rest, cool. That's fine. We'll stick with rules as written on this one. That is fine, no worries. No, happy with that. It's it's completely okay. Yeah. I I don't want to take the piss because I thought something else was going on. There is is like a sentence in between the after a long rest and then the one minute per... uh, That's why I thought it was separate. So yeah, I always kind of looked at that line and didn't realise it, but... I saw it come up recently in something else. I swear else. on Critical Role they change spells over. No, they don't. They're not. Okay, mm. cool, 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 cool. No, no, it, it came up. That that's the um, house rule that they use. Yeah, we, we did use that as a house rule back during our yeah. off-air uh, off campaign, but that's because we always read it as that. Yeah. I didn't realise right. it was a house no, rule. No, fair enough, because we no. used it in that one, I assumed it was, but yeah. that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I... Yeah. Uh, for the sake of this, though, I am going to say that I prepared to disguise yeah, self yeah, because yeah. I would cool. have done You would have done. Yeah, given you knew, the situation. Because you knew it was coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I can disguise myself. Okay. Um, well, that's useful. Are we going to be all right? 
The rest of us are not uniform, but if we get stopped at a checkpoint... Oh, we don't need to do checkpoints. What do you mean we don't need to do checkpoints? Well, we can go invisible and go over the wall, or we can just, you know... There isn't there. even a wall. Oh, there's no wall. <laughs> we'll just go invisible We could in. just go invisible, couldn't we? Um, All right, let's do that. I can do that. That's, is there anything, anyone watching anything that looks like it could be something to detect invisible people? Uh... Actually, yeah, this is something that uh, Corson would look for. Do a perception check, please. Yeah, okay. can I look as well? Yeah. 18. Natural 20. Yay! <laughs> doesn't really matter, but it's um, it's a uh, 15. Okay. Uh, scanning around, there are a number of sentries around, but, they see, but they're uh, usually in groups of two or four, uh, but they seem to be mundane in nature. Corson, you do spot... One, you do spot a well. Actually, you you, are, you do spot going into and out of the um, town hall, which has been converted into the hospital, uh, uh, the hospital area. Uh, some uh, mean mirror soldiers bearing the uh, bearing the crown symbol of the regent on their oh. uniforms, which marks them as military clerics. Uh, but they seem very focused on dealing with that. You also, the others. you also spot a heavy building. Uh, uh, you actually spot what appears to have been some sort of metal workers or strong sort of uh, vault-type building. Uh, you're not really sure what it is, but it definitely seems to have been taken over and turned into an armory. And in front of that, you can see a figure bearing the... Uh, uniform markings of a mage captain Mm -hmm. so someone who conceivably could be however they seem quite busy securing the armory the armory also seems to double up as the main bulk of where the soldiers are there's an attached uh, series of what seems to be a bunkhouse which has been converted into a barracks all of that is maybe a minute's run or so from where most of the warehouses are. So they're not right in the line of sight of them. All right, useful to know. So if if we can get around the bulk of the soldiers in the first instance and get into the uh, the warehouse quarter, we might be home free. Okay. Shall we go invisible? That might be the easiest way to do this. I still have it prepared. If the mage is the only one likely to be able to see it, I think all we've got to make sure is we avoid them. Yeah, um... My invisibility doesn't last very long. Only a minute. I've got an hour. That would be better. Uh, like I did yesterday. I could make us be able to hear each other in our heads as well, so we know where we are. That'd be useful. Yeah, I need ten minutes for that, but we're not... Do it. We're under the cover of darkness here. Yeah. yeah I'll do it. breathe underwater again. <laughs> Fantastic. That'll be really useful. <laughs> you take ten minutes quietly in your secluded position, away from the town... And yeah, again, we do the thing where everyone gets a rod, they all go together into the middle. It takes a slightly awkwardly long time. <laughs> and. Oh, no, no, that was for a different. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the telepathic thing, so yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, okay. I'm able to breathe underwater and any other animals that are in yeah. range. Oh. I go, testing, testing, as it work, my mouth doesn't move. <laughs> yes! Okay, I think Mine that does. works. Uh, yes, oh, yes. Lovely. Um, we're ready to be invisible as well. Did you do Jeffrey? Yeah, obviously. Oh, I need him to give me the rod back, though. I don't need that. Oh, Jeffrey, take that out, <laughs> out, out of your mouth. I put it back on my arm brace. 
It's very important. We need them to be able to join us. Um, so, invisibility. Da, 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 da. Yep. I move the things around. I whack you all with my whole club. Ow. <laughs> and you're all invisible. Okay. You step forwards into the busy... Uh, into the, even at this time, fairly busy... Uh, settlement there are uh, there are well not torches torches are actually terrible light source there are lanterns uh, which are lit providing light for the human and halflings and humans and halflings that are going through there are a handful of orcs uh, who are part of the wendish uh, army and they just don't seem to care much about being near the lanterns Uh, but with your being invisible it is much easier to go past. Can I have an advantage style check from everyone, please? Okie dokie. Uh, 23. I rolled a 1 and a 4. That would be a 6. Okay. 17. Oh, no. That's a terrible advantage roll. It's all right. It's a group check. So glad it's a group check. I'd fuck us otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) The... There is a, a... you, uh, you move quickly through the streets, keeping to the outside. There is a moment where unexpectedly a heavy uh, cart sort of wheels past. And uh, you and it almost goes, the wheel almost goes right over your foot, Oksana. Uh, but you happen to bump into uh, Lear in time. He pulls you backwards. Thank you. The cart that was a whisper, but obviously a microphone. It's, so. it's in your mind. It's in your mind. Oh, yeah, it's in your yeah. head. Yeah. It's in your mind. <laughs> uh, and that being so, you carry on There's uh, this, uh, with the soldiers marching on pastwards until you reach the, uh, the set of warehouses. Kind of peer up at the, uh, at the warehouses until you spot... On one of them is kind of in block black lettering, uh, Falsier. Oh, that's the one. You can see that this one, uh, and you see that the front gate to it is open. But the reason it's open is because the wagon that just run past you is uh, goes straight towards it and into it. And you can see that moving around this whole section of warehouses... There are pairs of musketmen uh, with lanterns just moving about on patrol. Probably about ten pairs in total across all four of these huge timber warehouses. And on the inside you can see that sacks of grain uh, and uh, uniforms and other other non-armory supplies have been set up. And the wagon is accompanied by a team of about eight guards who begin just lift uh, shuff, uh, move uh, uh, shifting the various sacks inside the warehouse onto the wagon as the ver- as the beasts of burden on them a pair of mules just sort of <clears throat> you slip past them and you've got an hour on your invisibility you just wait until yeah. they finish loading wait until up, a good opening and then they <clears throat> trundle off outwards with a moment past you look around the warehouse is fairly straightforward there are piles of timbers set up 
uh, but there are also large series. Uh, there's also a large series of crates, uh, well, uh, and sacks and other sundry supplies. Okay, uh, can I look around for the location of where they said the trap door was? Yes, roll an investigation check, please. I would also right. like to look, please. Same. Okay. We all have a look round. Yep. But we can't see each other, so we can't yeah, really so, help okay, each other. <laughs> oh. On our own, then. 13. 14. Six. Oh, no. Okay. It's like his age. It does actually take you about ten minutes of quietly searching around, but you've still got some... That Again, you've got an hour, you've got plenty of time. Although you are now a fair bit... With the time spent waiting, you've probably got about, I'll say, 15 minutes left of cool. invisibility and, uh, and, tele- and telepathy time. Uh, but you do find, actually, underneath a handful of these sacks... Is the uh, is what looks like a trap door, uh, just like a standard cellar entrance one. Oh, is it? Is it got any traps or locks on it? You give it a quick look. investigation, a look. please. Uh, I'll have a look. Okay, um, that's the wrong dice. I can't use that dice for scared. Uh, I might be able to look too. Oh, seven. Nope. Well. I have no idea. Yeah, you can. Look looks fine to me. Oh, it's also seven. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> You, it looks, <laughs> it looks fine. Yeah, like it's hard to tell because the because the, the 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 sacks are on it, but it doesn't seem to be locked or trapped as far as you can tell. Let's get it open. Okay, you quiet. Oh, can you? I open it? Um, I fiddle with some rods and um, basically uh, move some around so they're sort of like. Oh no, no, I can't because invisibility. Yeah, I'm not going to. Never yeah. mind. I would know that. Yeah, that's just me. Being not unless you cast but... improved invisibility on yourself. No, I didn't. No, 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 absolutely not. Okay. Forgot uh, it was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well done. So you just quietly. <laughs> Can't so who? Okay. Help move the sacks. So the people who are moving the sacks. Um, can I have both an athletics check and a stealth check? I'm not okay. moving the sacks. I, I will help causing. Right. Okay. So we're doing it together. So causing, you can make or? the athletics check with advantage. Both of you athletics need to make a stealth check. Okay. With uh, advantage because you're invisible. Okay, that suddenly rolled off the table. Glad it didn't, because it's 25. Okay, the athletics is a 24. Yep. And the stealth... is a 21. Okay, you carefully and silently lift up the bags, moving them one bag, second bag. As you're lifting up the third bag, a uh, the one of the pairs of soldiers comes in and they just shine the light through and you just you the bag is actually like three inches off the ground and you are just straight and it's and it's packed full of you're not really even sure what just really dense grain or something and you're <laughs> both in our straining yeah. to hold it still and not show any sign of it moving as the light goes past I've got squat holes. Yeah, just uh, one side, <laughs> then the other. They go in, they do a little bit of a loop round, then go leave. right back just out. Just leave. And go continue away. on their way. The moment they've gone, you both shift it a little bit to the left, and then just very carefully lower it down. Oh. Good work. Right. You, get, you lift open the trapdoor, 
and it leads down and there's a, a set of step uh, there's a ladder down uh, down you clamber down the ladder and down below you find shouting it behind us shouting yeah. it behind you and down below it's pitch darkness get out my glowstone oh nice and the warm glow of the glowstone which I believe you nicked from uh uh, where did you need that from? I have no idea. I think it was from the vault. Uh, I think it was the yeah, vault, yeah. Justin's vault. So there's this that lovely sort of warm yellowish glow uh, illuminating it. You see a heavy set of crates stacked around the room. Uh, and I do hang on to that now. I've got this torch as well, but... Mm. You can see the... the, the yeah, there, there are just... It's just crates down here. Four walls with crates against them. Okay. We'll be over a third left. What's that mean in this? Um. Third crate from the left? I don't know. Okay, you glance over to... There's Under four walls. Under the rightmost floorboard. We've got to find... Oh, wait, it's up north. I've written down the word north. I've also got north. Third left north. What's the, wait, where's the map? What was the exact word? Corson would have um, a compass in his yeah. navigator's tools. You, you flip left, out. North, you see... under rightmost floorboard. Okay. You flip out your your compass and in the glowstone you immediately identify which way is north and head to the north wall. There are a series yeah. of five cra- uh, heavy crates. Uh, along okay, it. third left. You go, and you kneel down. Is there a trap? And make an investigation check. Have another look, maybe. Yes, you do. Uh, Sixteen. Four. Nine. You can see uh, that on the right-hand most floor floorboard of the heavy stone uh, uh, timber boards, directly in front of the third uh, crate from the left, there is a small metal catch. Which is, uh, which you can see would be pulled if you tried to lift up the ca- uh, the floorboard without removing that catch first. Oh, I'm going to take that out. Okay. You unhook it. I take it out. I will do that. And it just, and then lift up the uh, lift up the board. You can see that there is a hefty-looking iron lever underneath. Anyone strong? <laughs> right. Hang on. Jeffrey will help you. Jeffrey. <laughs> With Corson and Jeffrey. Jeffrey's just on Corson's head. And Do I even need to you don't. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey weirdly becomes visible as he clambers out of uh, the pack. Uh, yeah. So there's just this floating monkey in Thank the air. Thank you for letting now. me do that and not having to cast my fifth yeah. level spell to include the, Jeffrey. <laughs> really appreciate the, it. Uh, you lift up on the uh, pull up, and it's a little bit stuck, but eventually, but there is just a moment of. <laughs> And the crate door swings open, or indeed the front of the crate, to reveal a false door. And you can see that it's concealing behind it a uh, passageway cut into the wall. And beyond that passageway, you can see what seems to be just a squat stone chamber with a set of steps leading down. And at the bottom of those, those steps, as you move forwards, illuminating it with the uh, glowstone is what seems to be a square pool of water leading forwards and into a tunnel 
Water breather doesn't look so daft now, does it? There is. No, I will give you that. You can see there's enough space down here for a full-sized narrow boat to fit. But there isn't one. No dwarf is waiting for you. However, on a series of stone... There are a series of stone racks along one wall. And on one of those sets of racks is a beautifully made exquisitely uh, uh, created rowboat large enough ah. to fit four people oh. with a pair of oars. Huh. Well, Useful. that's helpful. That saves swimming, I guess. Corson's going to give it a quick once over I and mean, check it's waterworthy. Make some horses to pull Beautifully us. made, actually. Yeah, entirely so. seaworthy. Well, mm. you don't know about seaworthy, but it'll do in these canals just fine. Right. I'm going to make some seahorses. And then hitch hey, them if up. we can uh, <laughs> hitch them to the uh, the boat, that might mean a we don't need to row, and b we'll make better time. I'm not rowing. <laughs> rowing isn't my area. I can make you some horses to do it. All right. I mean, Let's, I can um, row fine, uh, we've but got I'm rope up with for, us. We can I'm do up that for those horrifying seahorse things. <laughs> I think best save our energy. Right. Yeah. right. Take the oars with us, though, because you know. Oh yeah. Oh, boat without oars. Recipe mm. for disaster. Yes. You very close much the so. crate door behind. There's a little yes. you know, there's a little handle on this so you can do it manually. And moving down below, you lift off the boat, move it into the water, where it just gently down. There is uh, there is actually a small sort of stand on the boat like a little like a little triangle uh, like a little tripod in which there hangs a small glass bowl and there is some sort of just dull bluish um, sort of fungus growing in it but it's it's a very dull blue mm-hmm. though you do notice that there is tucked into the corner of the of the boat what a tight leather, uh, just a small tight leather pouch, the size of maybe a coin pouch, and you pick it up. Picking it up, it feels like there's some sort of grit inside. All right. Uh, can I tentatively look at what is actually in it? Look at open. There is a gritty white powder. What is, is this ballast? Ring a bell with anyone? It feels more like like looking at it. It looks more like limes, like lime, like crushed limestone or something. It's it's too Ooh. small to be used as ballast. It's could it be a spell component? Does it react with anything to? Wait a minute. Uh, with regards to the uh, the, the uh, glowing blue thing, though, it's not glowing. It's mentioned. barely glowing. It's it's just blue. What were you going to uh, say, Sam? I was going to say, didn't Celestia mention this? Yes, the, the, that's. I think that might be glow cap. Uh, we used to have to replace the uh, to, to to feed them. Is this what you feed? Is them? this what you feed them? I think it could. Uh, yes, yes, it Snap. is. Snap. Take a little bit out and um, just pour, just like sort of sprinkle a bit of the gritty white powder onto the mushrooms, and as they touch them, a st- soft but. In this darkness, where it's not overshadowed by the bright glow of the glowstone, uh, a 
soft, fairly strong blue glow begins to emerge. I'm going to put a layer of cloth over the glowstone so it's not quite so bright. Impressive. That's fast. That's pretty. Right. You conjure up your your seahorse, hitch it to the front, because it does come with a bridle type affair, and and it paddles all of about 50 feet down the canal before you hit the first lock. Ah! And begin the slow process of draining the locks. It's going to be really boring, isn't it? Causing is going to do well. I mean, how how much of an experience would you have had with locks? You know enough to operate a lock. It's the same principle as a dry dock, essentially. Yeah, you you know how to operate a canal lock. I'll help you with my mage hand. Yep. I don't um, move. I yeah, just, just sort of... no. You know, you can hand me things, pass me stuff, make yeah. sure the rope doesn't go in the water. I kind of like sit casually in the corner with a cigar hanging out my mouth and just like vaguely help you with his hand now and then. Casual as fuck. I love it. Lock by lock by lock, you begin the slow descent down into the underdark, and that, or at least in one of these two places is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Sam, you proposed to me. Sam proposed! (laughs) We race across a frenzied field Of death and danger threats quite real While those we seek are trapped below, we race ahead their fates to know. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.